I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to episode 185 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, October 7th, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman. Tonight on Smartline, the power plant strike, Argle Bargle or Fufara? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons. Oh, this is great. Just terrific. Tune in every night, folks. It's the Crying Cleaning Lady Show. <laughs> My name is Greg Legros, and ladies and gentlemen, I can envision a day when the brains of brilliant men can be kept alive in the bodies of dumb people. <laughs> oh, man, we got tons of stuff to talk about this week. Mm. Two Boy, of our, do we. Two of us saw The Martian. One of us saw Red Planet. Uh, we will talk about lots more in Film Roulette. Do some catch-up uh, earlier in the show, and then later, 90210 Yeah Relay nah. makes a reappearance. Uh, but if you'd like to get in contact with us, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, please, and thank you. Go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our posts in the discus threads, and just generally tell all of your friends about us in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, our sharper-eared listeners may notice Dan's back this week. Dan's back. And uh, those of you who didn't notice... (laughs) What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> He's been talking nonstop. Oh, this, this guy again. Started. Mm-hmm. This guy again. Dan's back and no one's drunk this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, no one's drunk. Dan doesn't have bugs on him. No. 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 Dan got rid of his bugs. Yeah. Oh, he was getting rid of bugs? Oh, did you think he was getting more? Yeah. I thought he was getting bugs. <laughs> Sprayed around yeah. my apartment. I don't have bugs here. I don't want to I thought brag, you got a guy but... to come over and get your bugs. <laughs> These uh, bugs aren't big enough. Oh, I got a bug guy. Yeah. Yeah. He comes come? over, he has sex with the bugs you do have. <laughs> does that make them bigger? <laughs> I guess it kind of does. <laughs> he just likes bugs. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, the offspring will be lovely. <laughs> How are your bugs? Uh, they're fine. Uh, they are gone. Ah. Yeah. What so, kind of... Uh... What kind of bugs? Yeah. <laughs> or what kind of gone? <laughs> uh, Let's start with one, then the other. Yeah, they were real big cockroaches. Oh. Yeah. That's and bananas. 
Uh, like how big? Uh, like like movie cockroaches, not oh, like oh, like, it's uh, a it's a real life cockroach. Creep what, show, what, creep what, show cockroaches. What, what yes. yes, yeah, like creep show, the nest. Yeah. Um, I was just watching the nest. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> like uh, J- Joe's apartment. Joe's apartment. The yeah, they were singing and dancing. And <laughs> oh, why would you get rid of them? That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, no, that they were real you bad. Your love life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never seen Joe's apartment. I assume that's what happened. They do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but also in real life, yeah. Toronto Star named us one of the driving forces of Canadian comedy uh, on the internet. Yeah, yeah, woo! That, that was, was crazy. crazy. It was yeah. unexpected. So if anybody's listening from that, thank yeah. you for checking us yeah, out. Yeah, thanks and, for checking uh, us out. And also, we don't. Casey and I don't own. Ran- we don't own don't, Rancho. You don't right? co-own Rancho because if we own I Rancho, I was really surprised. We've been sorely underpaid by it. I was really surprised to find out that we owned Rancho. Yeah. And I'm not seeing a lot of the money from it's being sold. Also, because it's not a bar anymore. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh Hey, whatever. You guys got promotions. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We own a bar that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Well. And it feels great. It's really nice. Yeah, and you can go around saying that to people Mm -hmm. that don't know it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, Yeah, we co-own the bar. Whatever. Yeah. I'll just have the newspaper clipping. Uh, do I own a bar? I believe this answer. Would it say Toronto Star might say yeah. otherwise? <laughs> and they're like, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> oh man, but that's so, super cool. Yeah, I was yeah. really excited. We're the only podcast in that uh, in that article. That's yeah. right. So well, there's like Vine stars and YouTube stars, Twitter stars, and we're the podcast stars. So yeah, yeah. Look for our Canadian uh, podcast stars. Does it get any more anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> Look for our um, TLC show coming soon. Pod stars. Oh man! Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'll watch it. Like when I go home and there's a marathon on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I go home and visit my parents, TLC, whatever. Yep. Yeah. There should be a show about that. Yeah. That's so Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Gorman. <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that. I would watch so that Gorman. so Gorman. Um, all right. Well, let's get into the tidbits, things mm-hmm. that we watched Tidbit. this week, this week uh, movie news and, and other things. Lots to catch up on. Yeah. Um, I I'm going to try my hardest not to burp right into the mic. Oh, yeah. I wrote down or with three it. exclamation points, burp ban. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want a ban on all burps. Yeah. yeah. No more burping. Moratorium People, on burps. When Drink Along were burpers, people were like, I know you're the podcast about beer, but please do Stop not burp. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, that's probably because it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I burped into the mic a few times when we started out a couple yeah. of years ago. I had an issue with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. gone off the rails with it lately. Yeah. I'm a Well, it was fella. because we had a room mic going. Yeah, now, if you needed true. to, you can kind of put it away from yeah, you. Move it away. Yeah. Yeah. We should get a burp not, button, like a cough button it. on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, tons of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Um, what did you guys uh, check out this week? Or any news? I, I like news first. News first? All right, yeah, let's do it. weird if we... Yeah. yeah. I, I have weird news. Yeah? Um... This is now. This is just sort of uh, a rumor as of right now, but I think it's uh, uh, on good authority that um, Chris Miller and Phil Lord are in talks to turn Serial into a TV show. I saw that. Yeah, like the Breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucky Charms uh, are going to be a TV uh. show. No, the podcast Serial. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that. Is it is it going to be a 
Is it going to be like a, a the, true? I don't understand. Well, isn't it story it's serial based on this American Life, and isn't that based on? Well, serial's not based on series? this American like Life. A it's just well, it's from, it's, but yeah. it's basically that. It, it, it's in conjunction with, I think. But uh, it was a. Uh, I, I think it was a spot on This American Life, and yeah. then it spun off, right? Yeah, uh-huh. into into its own podcast, yeah. which is, uh, I believe, executive produced by Ira Glass. Yeah. Um, so, okay. so I think I think spin off is a would be the correct term, right? right? Is it going to yeah. be acted out, or is it a yeah. true crime? Is thing? it going to be comedy? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they do. Yeah, I know. it's a really weird concept, and I think it's uh, dumb. I don't think they need <laughs> to do that. I think the charm of it is that it is just a podcast. Yeah, and it's so popular. Yeah, I think I'd prefer them to make a show about breakfast cereal. Yeah, mm-hmm. they should. Yeah, I, and it's also like. That that world on TV has been like done to death. Like, yeah, that's forensic the thing. Uh, files it, and the first forty eight and all these like what's true crime make shows. It, uh, uh, like, stand out from those shows. It's, it's going to make it different. Other than just the brand name. Yeah, it's just huh. going to have that huh. that title and that great music. Yeah, I really and like Mailchimp. <laughs> <laughs> Mailchimp. Yeah. Huh. Well, what? anyway, that's dumb. What's yeah. the laugh for, Guys, Greg? That's huh? dumb. That. Oh, okay. I thought you were looking at your phone. I thought you were like, ah, oh, no, piece no, of I'm news. I'm just going over my news notes, making yeah. sure I didn't miss anything and stuff. Well, your, your Casey, news. you brought up the uh, the director of What We Do in the Shadows is rumored yeah, to Taika be doing. Yeah, Taika Waititi is uh, rumored to be uh, directing the new Thor movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, I, I I'm down on, for that. on board for Taika Waititi getting, you know, money and, mm-hmm. and stuff. I don't care about a new Thor movie. <laughs> I do because I want another one that's as good as the first, the first one. one. Yeah, yeah. Because I liked the first one a lot. Yeah. I liked the first one, just I don't think I liked it a lot. Yeah. And I did I like bo- the first one. So much so that I didn't enjoyable. bother to see the second I was in a really, when I saw the second one, I saw it in theaters, and I was in a super good mood, and I wasn't expecting much, and I, did, I didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it was like really light and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is fine. And then I rewatched it a little while ago. I was like, Oh dear! <laughs> this movie's horrible. Yeah. Is it really? It's not a. It it's not hold very up. good. It, listen, it's easily watched. It, there's not like uh, you know, it's not like a uh, I don't know, unwatchable mess or something like that. But it's not good either. Yeah, I didn't finish it my second viewing. I'm like, I don't care what happens with space elves. I don't <laughs> yeah. really remember. Yeah, I don't care. Oh yeah, space space elves. elves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's the problem with the Marvel Universe. Pick, pick some cool villains, man. Yeah, totally. Not, that Loki movie had such a... Yeah. Nothing, man. They kill, well, they've killed yeah. the Red Skull, so you can't use him. Then I don't even remember Loki. the name of the villain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know. He's, he's, a, yeah. space, he's a space elf. Space guy. They don't really need names. <laughs> space elf covers everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then also, before we started, there were, I, I saw we were talking about um, the director of The Flash... They're making a movie, and they gave it to someone who has not done feature films before. He's written a couple of scripts. They were, I believe, he did the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I don't yeah. know if he did the book or the yeah, uh, or the script. Flash movie, right? Yeah, I think it's the same dude. I think that the yeah. guy who wrote the book is also writing the script. Because see, this Isn't guy he also also the. Uh, Abe Lincoln uh, Vampire Hunter guy? Uh, I think he might have done another one of those kinds of movies, but he also directed some MTV show. And it was basically, I read an article that was like, this guy is going to be rightly used as an example of like, why are you just hiring some white unknown male actor instead of like giving it to people in the industry that are like women or people of color that like sh- like could have done something interesting? Because this, yeah. guy, this guy literally has not proved himself 
as a director. Yeah. Know? He just has never done anything, and now he's going to get a tentpole. Or yeah. is this just <laughs> further for the argument that The Flash is just so stupid? It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter who yeah. this. No one cares. <laughs> he runs so fast. Yeah. Like, the, is this going to be, are they now going to be pushing so far back in the other direction that they're just like, we'll get this guy, and he won't have anything to say with what how this movie is made, and we'll I just guess. make it, it our way. Yeah. 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 But well. they've learned from the Josh Trank incident, and uh, <laughs> they're just like, let's yeah. just get some idiot who can't say shit about Dick. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll just sit in this chair that says director on it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, by the know. way, I don't like that we just completely glossed over when you said he was going to get a tent pole. Nobody made a You laughed. <laughs> what have we become? You laughed and I was like, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But that's what makes us different. We, yeah. we care enough to make the boner joke. Yeah, yeah. We call out the boners when we see them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the boner people. I do that. We're I, taking these boners to the street. Yeah. <laughs> I got punched in the face on the street for doing that. Boner. Boner. <laughs> you're getting a boner and you're, you're getting, getting a boner. <laughs> you're the Oprah Winfrey of boners. Yeah. We're all getting boners. <laughs> <laughs> and then you whip down your pants, and I'll be damned if everybody didn't get a boner. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Sorry. What else in the news pile? Mm. <laughs> no. So there's a lot of coffee in my mouth. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, the guy who directed Straight Outta Compton, F. Yeah. Gary Gray, he's going to direct Fast and Furious 8. Yeah, okay. Oh, really? What? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> I didn't see Straight Outta Compton yet. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. He also directed Friday. Yeah. So, you know, action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. Um, I mean, that movie, when it was doing the like music scenes and stuff, I thought that was all like excitedly directed. I think he could, he, sure. he could work. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just figure out something better than a wrench fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, screwdriver duel or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a good screwdriver poking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It seems like there's all this hullabaloo about who's going to direct this franchise that's generally not directed great. Yeah, uh, that's not true. Because the, 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 the direction for the action over the over mm-hmm. that big Our, chunk yeah, of it was good. so good. Yeah. The last one, not as good. Not as good, but some good. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Wouldn't I? You would think this is like the biggest action franchise in the world right now. Yeah. Maybe go get even Leterrier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go get the transporter dude. Because oh, yeah. at least he, I don't know, he makes stupid movies, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cars flying all over the fucking Get place. Get Antoine Fuqua. I think he yeah, directs yeah. the hell out of an action Definitely. Movie. But I've, I've heard more and more, like, a lot of the uh, the delay with this, and the because the, Vin Diesel has, like, got full control over this franchise yeah. as the producer of it. A lot of people thought that he was holding out and creating problems trying to hold over to direct it himself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe this is his way of just bringing in somebody that he can kind of... Another, yeah. Yeah. If he can, you know, shadow puppet direct uh, F. Gary Gray through this movie, maybe they'll give him the last two or something like that. Yeah. Maybe they'll give the next one to F. Murray Abraham. There you go. (laughs) Uh, uh, Because, I don't know, like a tombstone or something. Like, that's got the... Yeah. Cosmatos' name on it, but Kurt Russell directed it. Yeah. So Didn't Cosmatos do that with uh, Stallone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cosmatos. Yeah. He's a real name whore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who uh, who actually directed Leviathan then? I'm starting uh, to question it. And I and <laughs> um, I was reading that... Hector uh, Elizondo, I can only yeah. assume. <laughs> uh, I was reading that uh, Green Room is getting a release. 
the film from Jeremy oh, Solonet. Yeah. Uh, not until April, though. Oh. So no. it's going to be a while, but it's, it's worth the wait. Bummer. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And then Mad Max, Fury Road, two sequels. Two sequels. Good. Yeah. I feel like that's not news. Didn't they already say yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's been but planned all along. I guess yeah. the news, what, well, yeah, because they said it took them so long from between shooting to finishing the edit that they like wrote a not like a novella and a bunch of other stories yeah. that they're going to use. Right. But then George, George Miller also said, I'm going to do two sequels, but I'm waiting until I do something smaller first. So we're going to get a low budget. He can do whatever he wants with that isn't all explosion fest yeah. kind of movie from him before we see cool. another, which I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I could right be very down, down for that. that. I hope this is like a uh, that sounds like Terrence Malick thing maybe. where like very spotty, you know, not spotty in the quality, but like yeah. consistency of work coming out, like a movie every fucking 20 years or some <laughs> shit, and then like just a shit ton at the end of his career. Yeah. Um, not that it's the end, but he's old. No, but just yeah, the, yeah. You know. yeah. There was a really he's... forecasting somebody's death right now. <laughs> he's not a young man. Yeah. But, you know, not, neither is George Miller, so I hope he just like has a whole fucking, yeah. everything I ever thought about doing and ever got around to, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Because he just made bank big time for people, Totally. So. And I would love to see him. Which he's done over, over and over and over. Yeah. You know? Like the Happy Feet movie, yeah, that made like insane. tons How of money. Fucking thing. Yeah, it's so crazy that he did those. Yeah, I, I, I hope one of them. Yeah, I think he did. There, he, there's more than one. right? I think yeah. there might be two. Yeah, yeah, yeah there are. Um, I don't I, remember I, anything about it. I would love to see him do like another, like if he does something low budget, not in animation, but do like a kids movie because he's really good at like fucking Pig, uh, Babe Two, Pig in the City is amazing. <laughs> Big babe, big babe, <laughs> big babe, big babe. Babe two is a fun- is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Is absolutely a great movie. I have never seen. You should babe, watch it. Nor it's really. Why have you not babe. seen Babe? Pig in the city. Listen, it's wonderful. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I keep hearing that. Yeah, I know. And it's not that I don't want to see it necessarily. It's that I don't want to see it enough to actually see it. Oh, you should if it's really watch in front babe. of me. I feel like there's going to be a point where my daughter's old enough and yeah. she's like, oh, I want to yeah. see her talking. I want to see a pig. If you oh, save it sure. until then, yeah, that's fine. But, but yeah, yeah, but they're, 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 you're going to have a great time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're both movies that are like kids' movies in the best sense, where they aren't talking down to their like, yeah. especially number two because number two gets like blows the canvas out but also like darker and like yeah uh-huh. it's it's like you'd think like oh it's just gonna be a fun movie and you're like this is dealing with some shit like, <laughs> yeah <clears throat> they're good movies yeah fuck, i right. rewatched babe like a year ago or something like that just fucking terrific yeah, yeah. so good i love that there's movie. a little child inside of you greg he's <laughs> got a pig <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> they must be pretty small both of them yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, is that it for news no okay yeah there's the bone tomahawk trailer did you guys see that i did not no, i didn't, didn't watch, watch the fucking no. trailer for the new kurt russell movie no, I don't I don't know why, why do i have a podcast with you guys <laughs> i don't know why i haven't seen it i've been waiting I ever know. since i found out that yeah. was a thing i've been so excited about it dude and then and then I saw that it was online and I'm like I think Scotty Riley yeah uh, friend of the show Scotty Riley yeah. posted it on our wall and I was like oh shit I gotta watch this and then I just never did and that was a pretty good story I just yeah told. that's a great <laughs> fuck it I think we should pause the show and we should all watch the trailer right now all right all right pause the show okay we just watched the trailer for Bone Tomahawk yes looks uh, phenomenal yeah it <laughs> looks really uh... good. I'm very Holy crap! About that, yeah, that was I'm, one I'm, of the best trailers I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I, a bone tomahawk. <laughs> <in my head. laughs> no, I gotta check. Uh... <laughs> Toronto Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who directed that? I'm trying to find it right now on uh, IMDb. Mm-hmm. 
Is it like a... I feel like it's a, like a second or first film yeah. for the director. Ah, it's not loading. Name. Curse this internet. There's it. I'll look for you. How about that? Yeah. Use this thing faster than you. Bone Tomahawk. Bam, I am Debbie. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm there. S. Craig Zoller. Okay. Um, done anything else? Uh, Asylum Blackout. Oh. oh, wait. First time director. Okay. Then I'd written a few movies. <laughs> Sorry, I just made up that first thing I said. <laughs> I know, no, he wrote Asylum Blackout, Blackout was like, uh, it played like the festival circuit on like the right. horror festivals. Yeah, right. yeah, it yeah. was like a it's movie. On, yeah. uh, I feel like it pops up on uh, Shudder. Uh, yeah, it was like about this these people in an asylum and they it, it, there's a there's big blackout. blackout. <laughs> <laughs> and like all, all the people get out and they're like killing everybody. Yeah, all right. Is it but any good? I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I heard it's pretty gross. Oh. So this seems almost like a horror movie then. This yeah. one as well looks almost like a That's everything a I've stock. heard about. All the early uh, buzz about it from festivals and stuff is that it's fucking quite good. Yeah. And it really goes... It, it goes tense. It goes hard into the uh, uh, the genre push. Yeah. So it's, I think it's going to be well, pretty yeah, bloody that looks pretty good. violent. You're talking about Bone Tomahawk? Yeah, yeah, that's right. God damn it. Yeah, I yeah. cannot wait to see that. Totally. going to be good. Looks like a movie in which Matthew Fox might be great. <laughs> you know what? That's no shock. No, I don't think he's bad. I, I just don't think he's ever really been given a movie like that. No, yeah. he's been very unfortunate Look, with some stuff. He's great in World War Z. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if I feel gross every time I say World War Z. World War Z. I know what country. Uh, listen, <laughs> I know. We're, we're representing the Canadian comedy boom, so uh, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's the Canadian comedy boom. <laughs> yeah, uh, that looks amazing. Yeah, but it wasn't a Canadian movie. It's an American movie, yeah. so don't be a racist. That is true. That is racist of me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Matthew Fox, like he fucking, it's a bummer. You know, big, big comeback because of Lost, and then Lost turned into a pile of dog shit, which is a bummer, but he was very good on it. Yeah, you think he was caught in the crossfire of that? No, I think he just picked, the, he said, the, all the wrong shit go down movie-wise. I mean, there was a lot of, like, he had to not be Jack from Lost right away. Yeah. I don't but think like, that show did anything for anyone's career, now that I think about it. Uh, well, it got Hurley on that cover of Hurley by right. Weezer. It's <laughs> a great idea by them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Evangeline Lilly, she's still popping up and shit. And uh, yeah, she was. Just Ant Man, Ant Man, yeah. but I mean, I feel like Don, Dominic Monaghan's had a pretty good run of things. Who's that? Uh, well, he was—he's got the Lord of the Rings stuff under his belt too, though. Okay, no farting <laughs> into the mic either. No more farting into the mic. Yeah. I was farting <laughs> my yeah, like taste had, for those movies. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Fox had like Speed Racer after that, where he was Racer oh, X, yeah, right. and you know. Uh, then he fucking he lost all that weight and did all that weird weight training to be the bad guy in the um. Oh yeah, Tyler Perry presents Alex Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wonder if he was signed on as the villain before they had cast the new Alex Cross. <laughs> you know? Do you think he wouldn't have done it if he knew it was Tyler? Perry? I don't Perry? know if he would have put all Why of that work. Why do you assume and... Matthew Fox hates Tyler? <laughs> Perry. I assume he's probably seen one of his movies. Oh, that is, true. and they're just so terrible. <laughs> hey, look, say and what that you movie will. Was fucking awful. Tyler Perry was fucking great in uh, Gone Girl. 
Yeah, that's true. He was shockingly And great. I've come just, around where now, like, my favorite bad movies of this era of film are absolutely the Medea movies. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't wait one, for but... the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, in, in Gone Girl, that's, like, the best performance by someone who didn't read the script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh-huh. that I've ever totally seen. blows my mind. Yeah. Like, yeah. he totally Burt Reynolds that shit. Again, nice try with your burp. You I, burped right... I burped right into the microphone and then held my hand up Over it, me. yeah. Well, I like think I could block it from reaching the microphone. Catch, catch it. Yeah, I think uh, we'll be able to edit that one out. I uh, hope so. Yeah, cause... I'll put a little marker. Uh, <laughs> Although, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, anything else in the news? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Where's my phone? It's I've got a million things that I watch, but I'm not going to okay. spend much time on it. Because yeah, be two weeks sure. a bit. I don't feel like there's any other news, but okay. just in case, let me check in case there's something important to talk about. Waiting for the notes to load. Waiting for the notes to load. Nope. Let's go. Oh, man. I borrowed Miami Blues from Greg. Yeah, oh, On cool. VHS. I forgot to bring it back. Yeah. But I watched it. You didn't bring it back. No, I didn't bring it back. Uh, oh, well, maybe shit. I'll watch it again. <laughs> maybe. You so, haven't watched Quite Cool yet. <clears throat> quite cool. <laughs> quite right. It would be quite cool if you watched my copy of Quite Cool. <laughs> I fucking totally will. Very soon. Um, yeah. Uh, Miami Blues yeah. with Alec Baldwin and Fred, uh, Fred, Ward. Fred Ward. Yeah. Jennifer the, Jason Lee. Yeah. Produced mm-hmm. by Jonathan Demme. Um, yeah. So it has that kind of feel. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but yeah. it's a movie that I feel like could grow on me a bit. Yeah. But it was definitely like one of those movies that was doing a very special kind of mix of things. Yeah. That it is either... It's one of those movies that... That genre, it's it's not Tarantino-esque, I guess, but it has that kind of feel. Like, yeah. It's the 90s. It's just, just before Tarantino happened yeah. as well. But yeah, it's got, just got that off-kilter. Yeah. It's violent. Totally. You know? Yeah. Uh, and he is a total, you know, anti-lead, yeah. uh, Alec Baldwin, because he's basically a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And you follow him the whole time, and, you, yeah. and he's, you know, playing all sides. And yeah, it was, it was worthwhile. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Was, I saw it in the theater with my mom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Weird. And, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, we went and saw everything. Anything yeah. from like 88 to about 91, I saw the theater <laughs> with my mom. Uh, and I lived right by a multiplex, so what are you yeah. going to do? Um, so, what are you going to do? Not go see movies with your <laughs> yeah. mom? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I saw Miami Blues, and like I watched it, and I was like, I liked it, but I wasn't crazy about it. But it's just one of those movies that had such a weird vibe to it, I kept thinking about it. Yeah. You know? And then when it turned up on cable, I just yeah, totally. watched it a whole bunch of Super times. Super watchable. So, yeah, I, I quite dig that movie. Yeah. You Fred Ward is awesome in it. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Every time you say you watched a movie with your mom, you mm-hmm. tell us what you thought of it. Yeah. You've never once told us what your mom thought of it. My, I, you know, that's uh, yeah. My, I feel like my mom just sort of liked all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I can see. I can see that. Like yeah, your mom's yeah. a very positive <clears throat> person. I could see her trying her best to like whatever. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes there'd be just more, so she uh, didn't hurt uh, anyone's uh, feelings. Yeah, I don't remember her being like, "Well, that sucked." Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't quite remember that, but I mean, there's things that I, she came out liking more than she thought she mm-hmm. was going to. Like she didn't want to see Predator. Yeah, but I talked her into Predator, and she loved Predator because <laughs> yeah. my mom who wouldn't smart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll try and ask her next time. I'm talking about weird movies from the '90s. Like, we you, should. Well, we do know you how... remember my? I'm going to find out about Miami Blues. Like, yeah. Do you remember Miami Blues? And did you like it? Well, I we think had you should... such a we had such a good phone patch. I was about Dan to say last week. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I'm the, or just yeah, phone phone and record it. We could play it later. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Doesn't have to be alive on there. Yeah. Good. All right. 
Um, did you, have you guys seen Bunny Lake is Missing, the old black and white uh, movie directed by Otto Premier? No. Otto Preminger? Yeah. Um, man, that's a good movie. Uh, no, I've not seen yeah, that. It's very good. Yeah, check that movie out. I don't want to. In fact, s- the only thing I know Otto Preminger from, I've never seen his movies Just or anything. Just the posters? No. Okay. Uh, like, um, Laughing. Yeah. <laughs> he was on <laughs> Laughing, or he was like a punchline on Laughing or something. Mm hmm. Because I like yeah. current references. All of his <laughs> posters are Saul Bass posters, so they're all like yeah, phenomenally right. do yeah. And that movie is crazy. Yeah, it's good. Um uh I wanted to mention the movie Remote Control from nineteen eighty eight, directed by Jeff Lieberman, who did um Blue Sunshine, Squirm, oh. Just Before Dawn, a oh. bunch of really cool movies. But Remote Control stars Kevin Dillon and uh Jennifer Tilly. Oh. It takes place at a video store in the 80s and is yeah. about aliens who use a goofy 50s sci-fi kind of spoof to uh, take over people's minds. They rent it and then they go crazy. Oh, and fuck. Boy, I've seen that. That it is fucking awesome. It is so much fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, uh, it is so much fun. Uh, I haven't seen this. It would make a, a really good double feature with TerraVision. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I it's, love TerraVision. It, oh, TerraVision is wonderful. So good. Yeah. <laughs> Remote control. I'm, those down. I'm doing that yeah. double feature. That's you should amazing. Yeah. Definitely, I can. I'll, I'll hook you up with remote control because yeah. it's not on YouTube or anything. Oh, it's really? Great. That's a yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's just super fun and funny and like and no, like knowing but not too like <laughs> wink wink. What are we doing here? Like it's just really funny. <laughs> For the listener, Dan winked both times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it? Do you have it on VHS? Uh, no, oh. no. I have it on file. Oh, oh. yeah. All right. Yeah. Got you one for Yeah. Um, did we want to re- did we want to revisit the visit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. quickly, I want people, to people want your thoughts. Yeah, quickly. people need to know who in this room was <clears throat> wrong about. Yeah. yeah, and I think we all knew who that is yeah, Casey. Yeah. We can. I stand by. I stand by. I don't know what, what you wanted from this the movie. Visit. Scary grandparents. That's fine. Be scre- scary grandparents, but then don't. Don't shoehorn your self-serious fucking melodrama. Okay, into it. but it's like getting mad away at ET for having the boy. divorce Listen. laying underneath the movie. Yeah, but that's fine because that's handled properly, and ET has its a proper dignity to it. Where I'm not saying the visit is as good as ET. Yeah. You did I'm just not, say that. No, but I'm just saying they're they're throwing texture in, not yeah. just like... It, you, like you, you just said what M. Night Shyamalan thinks, that he is a modern day ET, yeah, yeah. I did. I just gave it to him, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, like, you say be scary grandparents, but don't throw this thing in, but it was scary grandparents for like 90 minutes, and yeah. then there's one minute of the thing that you don't like. Yeah. But that is pervasive throughout the entire thing. It starts out with this like, oh, these kids are affected by divorce. Mm, scary grandparents. Uh, I can't play football good. Uh, scary grandparents. But Leave those, that shit those out and also murder that child. But those second <laughs> those those things that you like it's dropping to do are so like not ob- I didn't find didn't find them obtrusive. It's no. just like and then there's this for a second but then yeah, we're back yeah, to this. Yeah. Like and and I actually thought like like I didn't really like um some of that stuff, but it did, I guess it just didn't bother me. Yeah. But but I did find some of it worked. Like when the stuff with like the brother saying like I noticed you don't look at yourself in the mirror or whatever. Yeah. It does kind of come out of nowhere, but at the same time, it's like it felt like something that they that, like because they're that that those two kids are so like happy go lucky all the time. It mm-hmm. felt like they were kind of like piercing 
the bubble of their like relationship to like say this like truth. Yeah, it felt real to me in oh, some of felt, those moments. I, I, it felt so clumsy to me. For me, and, it was, and I just I I could just picture M Night Shyamalan at his. Why do you picture him while you're watching the movie? Yeah. Because the movie. the movie, I think you're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> you have a was problem. I supposed to watch those scenes. He's not instead? in this movie. He did yeah. that for you. He didn't turn up and turn out to be the poop inside the yeah. thing or something. You know, <laughs> maybe yeah. that's why I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and for me, the, the poop inside the thing. <laughs> yeah. I just was like, I don't want to go too far and spoil poop stuff. Yeah. For me, for no one wants you to to spoil. No, no one's asking you to spoil poop stuff. Yeah, yeah. right. I I found the the thing about the movie that was not disappointing, but that didn't work for me was just that I didn't find it. It, it was never scary to me. For me, it was just a fun movie. Yeah, I fun laughed a lot. No, I liked some of the imagery. Of the it. imagery like, was cool, cool but I was never like, "Oh fuck!" What's like? But I was kind of like, "Hey, neat!" And when when they're under doing the hide and seek thing, that was cool. Yeah, that like was I agreed with Greg. Fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, and I thought that yeah, the twist was fun and twist was super. And fun. the the baseball thing I felt like played out with when he ends up having to attack the grandpa and he like ends totally. up finally letting out all of his aggression. It's yeah. not fucking deep stuff, but no, it but worked like, for oh, me. I get what you're doing. Yeah. All right. We were Wrap this thing up. Fantastic. Yeah. Only 90 minutes. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I want both of your criteria for enjoying this movie is highly suspect. I think I, I liked it because uh, it ended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and, it presented uh, ideas. And it I capitalized liked, on all of them. You exactly. didn't watch all yeah. the scenes. Exactly. Everything it sets up thing is, came up too. Yeah. Yeah. It all it sets oh, it I'm all up. I'm not saying it didn't tie it up all its down. loose ends. I'm just saying that the two ends that were tied up that were originally loose were stupid ends. Uh-huh. And you tied them up into a real stupid bow. I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, what did you think of the visit? Yeah. Comment on they our... Think uh, I'm right. Yeah. Next. Comment on our episode page. <laughs> I hope that... Um, I hope that M. Night uh, does some more movies of this size. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, I think it suits Absolutely. him. I think, I think it was one of the better executed uh kind of mockumentary horror movies i think so too yeah because because yeah. i liked that you know the kids don't uh spoiler the kids don't die but uh, that make it makes sense narratively yeah the fact that it is a movie that she's editing together for school and you follow them from the beginning to the end mm-hmm. and it's edited yeah like she put those titles on it saying she structured it night one night two night three she put all the interstitial titles it makes sense as that kind of a thing where when you see a lot of found footage movies, they don't make sense. It's no, like you just use this so stupid just and lazy. It, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, and, but that's the thing is that this movie didn't need to be that. Like the fact that it was that, yeah, maybe they did that to better effect, but it didn't need to be that at all. And the fact that it was, was just lazy. But so I think it did need to be that. To it did because it's from the kids' perspectives. Uh, and the yeah, movie is is literally from her perspective and the, his perspective because mm-hmm. they are the ones controlling the camera. Yeah, exactly, it's literally from their perspective when it doesn't need to be. When like so many movies from our childhood are from the kids' perspective, but the movie is about their experiences with like old age for the first time and seeing like what happens. And it and it's if it wasn't a mockumentary from her editing and filming perspective, then it would be a movie of M Night Shyamalan's perspective. And I feel like this skirted it a little. And his things are still there. I know, like, all of your complaints I don't disagree with. But I feel like it would have been even worse if it was M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit and it was just he shot it like a normal movie. I think yeah. I think it would have been times ten of those stupid little I things. I liked it more if he, it was him making a mockumentary about this and he was there the whole time in the camera going, watch this part. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a good part. Yeah. <laughs>
Don't you feel for those kids? I was surprised. I liked it. I liked it. I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. (laughs) A lot of fun. Yeah, like it's It's not amazing, but yeah. yeah, There's nothing amazing about this movie. No. but it's fun, except for the performances by the uh, the grandparents. I think yeah, they're fucking great. And yeah, I like the, the kids. Best. I yeah. want to see more more uh, movies with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. What did you guys um, watch? What? Uh, guys, I have not been watching anything. Okay. Uh, I've been staring at my baby lately. So yeah, uh, yeah. We've, we've just been watching a lot. Well, I've been uh, falling asleep uh, during Portlandia uh-huh. a lot lately. Nice, terrific show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I do have to say. Bill Hader does the most uh, entertaining Australian accent <laughs> of all time. <laughs> and that's all I got for me. <laughs> I uh, I uh, completed the Dead trilogy that yeah. I was on uh, watching yeah. with Athena. We did uh, Night of, Dawn of last week, and then uh, a couple days ago, finished off and watched Day of the Dead, which she had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I hadn't seen in quite some time, uh, like with the sound on or whatever, because the, the bar that Casey and I owned <laughs> <laughs> at our make believe bar, right? We would uh, have movies on behind the bar at all times, and uh, but on mute, obviously, because we're in a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I played it there a whole shit ton of times, and the the effects I've always yeah really enjoy, enjoyed from Day of the Dead, and I was I had like Fangoria magazine and stuff when I was a kid. And uh, particularly at the time that this movie came out, I had an issue for it. And there's this great, there was this great shot in the magazine of roads being torn in half. Yeah, and I was just like, it blew my mind. I was looking at the picture. I'm like, I didn't understand. I couldn't put it together <laughs> in my head. I'm like, how did they tear this man in half? It's I remember so seeing. Fucking I remember seeing that picture. Yeah, because I never owned a Fangoria magazine, but my mom, uh, whenever they went to the drugstore. They you had perused they sold, them, yeah. Fang, Fangoria there, and I would just yeah. spend all fifteen minutes, yeah, there yeah just like looking sure. at Fangoria <laughs> and the movies I wasn't allowed to see. So I remember that picture, yeah, and going like, "Oh, there's so many things and so many movies I've yet to experience." <laughs> I was just so blown away by it. So yeah, and uh, yeah, Day of is the weakest of the three. I think that's not uh, an unpopular opinion. But it's so much better than the than what where I had it placed in my head as a movie, because um, mm. I, I, it's been quite some time since I watched it, and the script is a little tighter and has uh, some really nice color to it that yeah. I just completely forgot about. There's some really nice dialogue in it. Um, the acting isn't quite. Like, this is the thing. Like Dawn of the Dead, those none of those people really had big careers outside of that. They're all best known for those roles, but I mean, they killed it. You know, guy Roger, his slow turn to a zombie is so tragic. And then when Flyboy becomes one, he's just the greatest zombie that has ever been on yeah. camera. Yeah. You know, uh, but so these people, they aren't quite as dynamic or memorable in their performances. Because none of them are particularly bad, except well, I don't know, two of the dumb guys are just like uh, quieter. <laughs> but it's in less of you please. It is a pessimistic movie and it is a sort of bleak movie, but it also has the most like an ending that any of these movies have that feels a little less exhaustingly tragic you yeah know? which is so great about them that's why i adore them it's just they're so bleak like the end of night and night of the living dead is just like oh <laughs> it just tears your gut out it's like are you fucking kidding me we had day of man it's really worth a rewatch and it and it's i think it definitely has to uh, firmly own its place in the trilogy you know? yeah 
It's uh, it's right up there with it. it. Obviously, it's not as good as the first two. I know that, but it is but, way, yeah. way, way better than just being like the shitty third one. Or yeah, yeah. You know? I yeah. think that was just like I, I knew in my mind. It's always been like, oh yeah, I don't like that one as much. And I feel mm. like over time, I think of it more negatively than when I was just excited to see it when I saw yeah. it. I'd built it up like this sure. is the third one. It's gonna yeah. be as good as the other two. No, it's really interesting, yeah. man. And fucking the performance for Bub is pretty, yeah, pretty fucking great. Pretty yeah, great. Pretty I was iconic. able to because I was patient with this movie. It's a more it's a more adult zombie. Yeah, film. there isn't a lot of action in it. W- it's when the it Kramer happens. versus Kramer yeah. zombie movies. <laughs> there isn't a lot of action in it, but when it happens, it's fucking disgusting yeah. and amazing. <laughs> so good, but yeah, it was really a great treat to revisit that movie and find a new appreciation for. Yeah, it. has Athena seen Return? I assume. Oh, many times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where, where are you going to go anywhere else with the zombies after this? I don't or? know. We're uh, we're just we're we watch literally nothing but horror movies yeah. right now. So yeah. yeah, well yeah, I watched the drop and I really liked it, but I was like, it's not spooky, but I'll give this, I'll give you this one, Emily. Yeah, yeah. She was like, let's watch that, and I was like, I've been meaning to watch that, so I will. Yeah, but enough. in my mind, I was like, we gotta watch horror movies, yeah, horror yeah. movies. I'm not, I don't imagine I'll watch anything but a horror movie yeah. all through October. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so so much fun. Oh, yeah, we haven't been watching uh, a lot of movies lately, but uh, we've got some time now. Things are dying down a little bit so i imagine we'll sort of catch up with the horror movies yeah oh and and just uh, another thing uh for the people on Dan Gorman's Facebook page who got all up in my business about uh, how a uh, black bun whopper is an uh, absolutely necessary thing, hope you're enjoying your green poop, jerks. <laughs> yeah, so the so the, the yeah. whopper that was brought up in the previous episode turns your poop green, but I'm mm-hmm. going to eat one anyway. And uh, I want poop. I want green poop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, my, you eat, if you eat one, please take a picture. I will. I'll send it to you. Um... I eat beets and they turn my poop red, like blood red. I think I have a problem when I eat beets. <laughs> the next day you're like, oh, fu- oh yeah, I had beets last beets. night. <laughs> beets never get that far in my system because I immediately throw them up as soon as they uh, enter my mouth. Really? I, I don't think I... shouldn't put I've, them in your mouth. I, yeah. uh, I shouldn't put them in my mouth? How no. is everyone else eating beets? <laughs> if you're throwing it up right away. Uh, I, no, I, that, I should not have beets. No. Is it an they, allergic or re- I like reaction? I don't know that if, it's, if it's an allergic thing. Is or because if it's just an so, extreme so aversion, it's probably because they are oh, the most man. disgusting they're thing so a human disgusting. being can put no, in their face. Beets yeah. are delicious. No. Oh. Yeah. Are you guys eat, are you eating like pickled beets? Because pickled beets, I feel like everybody eats pickled beets. I'm like, no, fuck off. It's gross. Uh, I don't uh, know what's been, but done like with an these actual beets. just a beet cut up with potatoes. It's just a, it's a potato. Like it doesn't actually taste that weird if it's not like pickled or right. like soured. I'll give it a yeah. yeah. I don't want it. Perhaps that pickled. is what I've had. Yeah, Maybe. like every like everybody always serve, like older folks like my parents and my grandparents yeah, like, like they would serve beets. a little dish with like pickled beets and everybody yeah. loves them and I'm like no that's wrong disgusting <laughs> and they're all like blah, 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 blah. yeah yeah perhaps. Hmm? Yeah. You you know what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to take issue with her, but I'm like, yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) They are like wobble, wobble. (laughs) They're like downtown Julie Brown. Wobble, wobble, wobble. Uh, uh, yeah. What do the listeners think about beets? beets. Yeah, what yeah. Do, yeah. Let's sound off on Supposed beets. To be so, they're so good for you. Yeah. I feel like so. Send well, us Dan your Gorman, beet recipes. Cook yeah, them, uh, yeah. cook them with some potatoes. <laughs> see what color my chop poop up, is. P- chop up some beets, potatoes, and like an onion, <laughs> and like fry them up as like a like a like a I don't know what you would call it, but you just fry them up together. Mm-hmm. All like Fr- all in beet? one. I almost said oh. crumble, but yeah. it's not like a crumble. No. Yeah. But yeah, it's super good. Okay. Um. 
Yeah. I can't imagine, but I'll give it a shot for oh. you, Dan Corman. You know, real quick, I watched the new Muppets show. I oh, that's that out now? The yeah. show is out and yeah, going? It's like the yeah, it's couple they've done two now. episodes. Yeah, And you've watched both of them? I watched one. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty funny. I yeah, liked it. Is it yeah. good? It's funny. I've heard uh, conflicting reports. It's not amazing, and I'm not 100% sure if they needed to go this route of like the mockumentary behind the scenes. Oh, no. Is that what it's like? It's like The Office, yeah, with like interview no. likes. Yeah. Which Why? It, Don't do that. Just make it a variety show, man. It's like... That goes Ms. behind Piggy. the scenes too. It's fine. Yeah. Make it make it a, a variety show set in the seventies. Sure. In the late seventies. Yeah, it's like, the makeup of the design of the Muppet show is perfect. Yeah. You could do it endlessly. Yeah. yeah. They they did like Miss Piggy has like a late night show and so like there's lot there's like celebrities that are on as guest stars to be pretending to be guests. It's like almost as if it was like Gary Shandling meets the Muppets, but yeah. shot like the office where they cut to interviews and stuff as jokes and things uh-huh. it's funny like Is i laughed a kids? lot it's for you kids could watch it but a lot of it go will go over their yeah. heads like there's See, some it pretty be like a little bit yeah. more for the oh, kids man i've yeah. been hearing uh weird rumors that there's something involving a divorce between miss piggy and well they break up uh oh were they never married no. Were they living in sin? <laughs> That's <laughs> they, disgusting. They break up and he's dating like a different pig for a while and there's like drama between them and stuff. But that they did they did that on the old episodes. He has a they had like another pig on the old ones, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's Sexual I thought it was tension. Yeah, I thought it was funny, but I was kind of like you could have done it the other way, but I'm still kind of like I'll watch more of this. Okay. It's Muppets. What's it on? Uh, I think it's on like on NBC. It's, so it's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. But yeah. I feel like that pissed piss me off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want more Muppets. There should be nothing but Muppets out there for people. It's yeah. good for you know. I don't know about nothing but Muppets. Nothing. I think you could have, you could have no, other, no, you no could jobs, have. no food. <laughs> Just Muppets Just, everywhere. Yeah, come on. Are you all crazy or something? <laughs> um. Yeah, but being, you know, uh, you're a young father, and uh, I'm about to be a father, and I think about that kind of stuff, and, like, I, what I want my kids to be able to watch and learn from, and, like, Muppets are so good, and yeah. Sesame Street and all that was so good, because it was so funny and smart mm-hmm. and entertaining, and they, that's the easiest way to learn, is if you're entertained at the same time, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. More stuff like that for kids would be great. Larry Sanders. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't have cable anymore. I'll turn on my uh, smart TV and it's got a little antenna, so I get a couple of channels and I'll see yeah. some weird like kids shows in the morning. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sister says uh, kids programming is pretty bleak. It's, we're actually we're uh, like sh- she's now at an age where she will sit in front of the TV and look at something like the yeah. very hungry caterpillar. Yeah, she really loves because it's just colors and stuff like sure. that. So she's just responding to colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we don't sit her down in front of the TV and go, there you go, that's your day. But, uh, <laughs> we'll be home at five. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. We'll see you when we see you. Um, <clears throat> but, Cook uh, us a dinner. Make sure no yeah. beets this time. <laughs> um, and, and those things are vapid enough, but we're not, we're not nearly through the looking glass on, on just how, you know, uh, like on, on all the things that kids programming has yeah. to offer yet. Yeah. Maybe she'll maybe she'll just be super into the you know like things like Super Friends and stuff the things I want to show her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just like I watch them. They're so like they're so loud and shrill and really <laughs> aggravating. There's, and they sing song everything in these really cheap little 
I don't know. And I was thinking about, I'm like, well, I guess it's just because I'm a grown up and this isn't for me. <laughs> but then I was like, I've YouTubed little bits of things that I watched when I was a kid. And what I watched when I was a kid was like Breeding Rainbow. Yeah. And the Great Space Coaster and shit like that, you know? And, and uh, well, and fucking, uh, what do you call it there? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, Fat Albert and all that. And, uh, the Rubik's was... Cube uh, uh, cartoon? <laughs> no, what was. Cubert. Uh... The Cubert oh, cartoon. Oh, I did watch that. Me too. But uh, what was Bill Cosby's other thing? The. Uh... Oh. <laughs> His other thing, yeah. there was his uh, kids the comedy, show, and then uh, there was the drugging and raping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. what was the, his other? Uh, the, uh, you know what I'm talking I about? I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. why can't I think of that? Uh, was it a variety show? What? No, it was like learning with Bill. Like he would draw and shit like that. And uh, uh, oh, somebody up there is not happy that we can't just remember so that. Yelling so. in their car. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah. you haven't tweeted at us already, figure it out. And if we don't, by the end of the show. Anyway, I'll, look it up, I'll, yeah. I'll look it up while I finish my thought. Anyway. But I was watching that. I've, I've looked back on some of that stuff here and there. And it just, it wasn't quite so, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say immature or silly. But it, it wasn't so pedantic and like simple for kids, you know. Like the, the music was a little the more The good stuff wasn't. Well, like, well, but, but I feel like it, much some either, of it Because there go, wasn't a, a thousand Well, that's the thing. There wasn't a huge glut of it because they didn't have like the Treehouse Network or whatever. Right. Yeah. There's just so, so much. And if you got your fucking cartoons on one goddamn day. Saturday. That's it. And Saturday morning cartoons isn't a fucking thing anymore. No. It, it, it is fucking crazy. I'll tell you fucking what. It is in my house. Is it? Well, it's yeah. It's going sure. to be. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's fine. But I think yeah. it is a thing, but I just think it's not as big of a thing because you can see it everywhere else at ever at all times. Like I still think on Saturday morning, if you turn on like YTV, it's cartoon. They've put cartoons on. Yeah, for sure. But where I there mean, may not have been cartoons like an, in a couple hours, but I don't think it's like nobody's waiting around for Saturday like it's a ritual. No, no. Because yeah. it's but, available but again, everywhere. like we don't have cable. We don't have like yeah. TV in my house either. We just have you know the on demand stuff. But come Saturday morning, once B is old enough, I mean we're gonna. You know, eat our cereal in our pajamas and watch some goddamn <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. Probably the Rambo cartoon. Maybe the Wrestlers and Friends cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because all of those are going to stay hold up. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I imagine they will. The Qbert show, the mm-hmm. Rubik's Cube show is so revisitable. Absolutely. It's going to be. We'll but you're right. Like, for a, for a time, it will be totally fine. That Like, the difference between that and some new cat hungry caterpillar show will be nothing because it's all just going to be colors and sounds anyway yeah so yeah get them started then yeah <laughs> on on the mm-hmm. rambo show yeah, yeah. care bears, yeah, <laughs> bears. <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah should we, we get into about? film roulette yeah why not okay um well let's go <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die. Dan finds an edit point, and we... uh, (laughs) The three of us roll a die, and the two high rollers get to go see something good, and the low roller has to go see something bad. This week, Casey and I went and saw Ridley Scott's The Martian, while Greg watched the Mars-themed Red Planet. Uh, We got a little double feature going here, Mm. but the losers get to give an album to the winners for the rest of the week as punishment. Uh, Greg, two weeks ago, gave an album by the... Uh, artist Shifty. <laughs> yeah. um, and Gre- uh, Casey talked about it last week. We'll talk about it a little bit this week. Yeah. Uh, Greg will give us a new album and yeah. we'll roll for movies next week. Mm. Oh, so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the Martian, oh, directed by Ridley Scott, starring mm-hmm. Matt Damon, uh, came out this past Friday. 
Um, loading it up on IMDb right now. It is about uh, two hours and uh, two hours and twenty one minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, IMDb describes the synopsis as: During a manned mission to Mars, astronaut Mark Watley, Mott Watney, is presumed dead after a fierce Watley. storm <laughs> and left behind by his crew. I almost said, yeah. Why always say Watley? Don't think, uh, don't think. I did, every time they you said ain't. Watney, I uh, don't think every time I, in my head I didn't go. Watley. Hey, you anti-dentite. <laughs> they lost an anti-dentite on Mars. <laughs> uh, he survives, but he finds himself stranded and alone. Uh, with only meager supri- supplies, he must draw upon his ingenuity, wit, and spirit to subsist and find a way to signal to Earth that he is alive. Uh, as I mentioned, Matt Damon is in this film, along with Jessica Chastain, Kristen Wiig, um, Donald Glover, Donald Glover Jeff, Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Michael Pena, Sean Bean, Kate Mara, uh, tons of people. Okay. Highly anticipated uh, film. Getting good reviews. What did you think of this, Casey? Uh, What did I think of the movie? Yeah. How do you want to crack this egg? Right now? (laughs) How do you want to crack this egg? Because (laughs) I was going into it. I never read the book. I never read the book. It is based upon a book. Uh, I yeah okay sorry go ahead I was just that's it it's based upon a book I heard the book was kind of like a page turner wasn't like a you know it, but I think it was a bestseller but it, it was wildly successful somebody was just telling me how good the book is. yeah I, um, I thought well going into it I thought yeah I I knew very little about it other than it was uh, the Martian and, and uh, Ridley Scott yeah. so I'm like. Okay, so what I'm assuming here is going to be about a guy who's trapped on Mars and he's going to, you know, uh, have all this time to sort of, like, contemplate his, you know, solitary place in the world or, like, it's going to be sort of a contemplative uh, think piece kind of thing. I had no idea going in what it actually was, which is not that. Not that at all. And I loved this movie. Yeah, it was great. It's Mm, so good. It's Mm. no more than it is. This movie, I mean, it, it holds your hand. It is the most feel-good Ridley Scott movie I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it's very like positive about science, about life, about like just the experience. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, and it's not about anything but the story of a man who accidentally gets trapped on Mars, and then we got <laughs> we gotta get him home. Yeah. Um, and that's absolutely fine. Like I said, hold your hand the whole time, but it leads you on a fun little path, and yeah. goes, look at this person, and look at this person. Now, this movie man. is horribly overcast. It is overcast, and I, we mentioned it's two hours and 21 minutes, and when me and you were talking about it last night, we yeah. even said, like, it could have been longer. Cause I could have done with I could have done with more character development. Yeah, because some of the side characters, like Donald Glover just shows up to solve a problem, and then that's about all he's there for, but he has a, he has a character in that he's, like, a weird nerd who's kind of, yeah. like, bumbly, but funny. Right. And and, and I but, but mostly him, just see, feels like Donald Glover. Yeah, I, I could have seen his character tied into the story more. Yeah. Like a lot of people, there are just some very disposable characters where it's like, well, we need a guy to explain what's going to happen now. Let's get a nerd. Yeah. Let's get Donald Glover because nerds seem to like Donald Glover. Yeah. And that's fine. He's wonderful in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he plays that really well. Yeah. And like Kristen um, Wiig is there, but she's on, she's like, we need somebody else to stand around in like around desks and make decisions, yeah. but not actually, you know, have a character, have a real dramatic anything. arc or anything. Yeah. And she, I found her to be like blank. Like, yeah. Like, again, she could have been anyone. Maybe that wasn't her performance's fault. Maybe that was just the script. But then there were other there were other actors that I found, like Sean Bean, I found 
fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought he was really great. Michael Pena, they didn't give him a lot. I didn't to do. like him in this. He was probably the the weakest for me. Oh, uh, see, I thought he was. Uh, I always find him quite charming. I usually do, and I felt like, oh, some of this dialogue with him and some of his performance of it felt kind of weird. Oh, I kind of liked it because I liked I liked his friendship with uh, with uh, Matt Damon. I character. did like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, other people like uh, like Kate Mara. It was just like, oh, is is this just so I don't get bored looking at some random person's face? I don't know. Well, this person just gives expository dialogue, mm. and she didn't really even have a lot of expository dialogue. She was well, just kind of yeah. there to fill a. She's like a seat filler, and a lot of that, some of it, kind of like some of the stuff on Earth did feel like. Well, I imagine there are kind of always, you know not nameless but just sort of like people standing around that have to be there to make decisions and maybe right. that's a just a choice but at the same time yeah i think it was overcast it, it it feels like a movie that is is between either needing to be blown out into longer so like it maybe it should have been two hours and 40 minutes and we could have had those extra scenes or tightened up so that it, we didn't need all those people to say all those things yeah you know what i mean yeah where we're yeah instead of having donald glover there Maybe one of the other science nerds could yeah. have been like, just, hey, why don't we do this instead yeah. of this? Or or um, just have his character be there and just give him more but less of something else. I, like, yeah. I'm sure it's fucking hard to edit this shit down. Yeah, and, and, and the end result is that... A again, great movie still. So. This is not, it's not a movie that I'm putting on my, uh, my best of uh, this year or anything like that, but it's crazy fun I think I could put it uh, near the end like if I was doing 10 it would be near the bottom not that like it's not not that it's not good but I I really did enjoy this a lot oh my goodness I had such a good time and you're right about the feel good thing which sounds weird to say about a movie where a guy is like left on Mars and has to left to his own devices and he's got to figure things out and has all these setbacks yeah but the optimism um, of him and the optimism of everybody else involved like, um, I have to say, I did listen to Matt Brown and Kurt's episode about it on their Mars-themed podcast, so some of this will just be stolen from them. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about, like, how in a lot of movies, it's, like, the science people and, like, the astronauts and shit, they're like, I don't want to fucking do this. But, like, never in this movie are the astronauts like, skid us the fuck home. Like, we need to get out of here and save our own asses. It's like... All of the astronauts are like, we're fucking, we got to save this guy. Yeah. And all the people on Earth are like, we got like, we got to spend millions and millions it's, of it's dollars really, to figure out how to do this. Man, did I ever love that aspect of it? Is that, yeah, it, like in a normal movie, it would have been like, ah, but then there's the corporate people. Who, yeah. Uh, like, uh, they're the evil money grabbing people and they don't want to get him home. And you think so Jeff that, Daniels might be that, but exactly, he's more but like then, putting but, the hammer down on all the small, like the younger. Like everybody the, wants to get him home. Everybody just has a different way they want to do yeah. it. And and that creates the conflict, but everybody is working for the greater yeah. good, and maybe that's what makes it so feel good. But that's what I absolutely mm-hmm. loved about it, yeah. because that's what fucking would happen yeah. if we left somebody on another planet. Everybody in the world would be like, "We got to get this fucking guy home." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of like Real Genius, where like it celebrates the science and it celebrates the people doing it. It's not like, "Oh, look at these nerds." It's like, "No, this is great." Yeah. Like, yeah. I I hope people like younger people see this movie and then are get excited about. I want to be an astronaut. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it has that kind of like, like because where the plot ends up, and I won't spoil it too much, but where it ends up, it has this very like this kind of stuff happens. And then you got to fucking deal with it. Yeah. And that's going to be a reality, but that's not 
that shouldn't stop you is like kind of the message. Yeah. And and it you, kind of applies to like everything, right? They kind of circle it around in a message where it's just like this is fucking life. Like yeah. you go out every day to work and then somebody says Hey, motherfucker, you got to do this. And you're like, okay, what's the next step? You just have to yeah, deal with yeah. everything as You just have to figure it, comes. it all out. But also, this movie kind of posits that there is um, a world community. Mm-hmm. A world community exists, and maybe not everybody participates in it, but a world community exists, and you can take a lot of solace in that fact yeah. that you may just be one little person, but there is a larger community out there looking after you. Yeah. And maybe that's putting too fine a point on it, but it was a really nice message yeah. uh, of that movie. Yeah. Two things I will say detracted from this movie. The entire time, I'm like, why am I watching this in 3D? This oh, I is, didn't watch it in 3D. This does not need to be 3D. No. And uh, the only other thing I'll say about this movie is I hope you wash those potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you wash those potatoes really, really? good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see it in 3D. I didn't know if it was like a big uh, 3D experience or not. I was just like, I was watching. Well, 2D. you saw saw the movie. Like, yeah. what point in that movie needed not really. to be 3D? No, nothing. Yeah, the potatoes. Uh, oh man, did they, <laughs> did they ever pop out at you? <laughs> so lifelike. You could almost smell them. Uh, I'm dying to see this movie. <laughs> I want to see it so bad. Now's the time to save 30 percent on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I, I, it's, it's such a fun time at yeah, the movie. Definitely. Yeah. Good soundtrack. Great cinematography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks wonderful. Looks really nice. Yeah. Really nice movie. Yeah. I agree. It was great. Yeah. You definitely have to see this yeah. for sure. Myos was saying uh, the other day, we were talking about the podcast, and she was like, uh, you know, like, like you guys do this, and you guys do this, and you and Dan never agree on anything. <laughs> yeah, we do. Like, yes, we do. We agree on so much. Like, well, like what? And I was like, well... <laughs> 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 but that we have had we've had several movies where we've agreed but oh we've had millions we've had tons of movies but we since having that conversation and then we talked a little bit about it last night and yeah both, and both kind of admitted yeah okay i like this movie. yeah i was just like oh then i can't i really can't wait to, to talk about this because <laughs> i feel like we haven't agreed in the longest time i was oh, so excited yeah. about it no we agree on tons of stuff but i think yeah. when we don't agree like with the visit it it's it's almost like we we agree it, in a disagreement yeah because like i don't like a, like i don't love the things that you don't like about that movie but i'm like but you're wrong about those things yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it feels like a bigger argument than it is <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 also we're doing a podcast <laughs> i gotta make it entertaining yeah the I think you guys are gonna make it in the end yeah i think so do you think so yeah. <laughs> 
Um, you think we're going to get together in the end? I, yeah. Well, I hope so. That's what everyone's clamoring for. People, yeah. people are rooting for us, kids. That's right. Well, Greg, did you make it through all of Red Planet? Uh, yeah. Starring, I, yeah. speaking of um, Real, Real Genius. Genius, starring yeah. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Um, this movie came out in what year? 2000. 2000. Mm-hmm. At the, uh, in the Mars boom. Because I believe there was Red Planet as well as Mission to Mars Mission in the Mars, same yeah. year. Yeah, right around the same time. Red also, Planet. Also, uh, don't forget, you also have to talk about Jill. What? Uh, last week you talked about Jack. Oh, yeah. Oh. This week you Did you watch the rest of Jack and Jill? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that existed. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Uh, I will, I listen, next week. Yeah. <laughs> I was also yeah. really drunk when I made that promise. That is true. <laughs> Uh, Red Planet. He also tried to fight me several times. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. I don't remember that episode. <laughs> uh, Red Planet is directed by Anthony Hoffman. Stars Val Kilmer, Carrie Ann Moss, Tom Sizemore, and more. I am to be described. And the Mentalist. Yeah. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I am to be described the plot as. Can we all ast- agree that we just call him that now. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care what his, I don't name, know what his is. name is. Uh, the plot is astronauts and the robotic dog Amy search for solutions to save a dying Earth by searching on Mars, only to have. Their their mission go terribly awry not I'm a sound sorry. not a warning not a chance not alone uh-huh robotic dog yeah yeah, yeah. not alone obviously you've got a ro- you got a robot dog you yeah. got a robo dog <clears throat> uh, uh 34 on metacritic planet, the color of fear <laughs> is that what it is that's what it says on the poster oh my god not a sound not a warning not a chance not alone yeah so 34 on metacritic yeah um i i didn't i don't think i've seen this movie um, I did see Mission to Mars though. Yeah, but I've I did seen not that see that. Too. Is this is it is it killer robots or killer alien? Like what? Uh, what's what, the gist? That's the question, right? And uh, I knew I had seen at some chunk of this movie at some point. Yeah, because uh, uh, back when I used to go to Blockbuster Video, sometimes you'd uh, buy the uh, previously viewed tape. Yeah, real cheap. Thing is like, why would I? I'll just spend four ninety nine and own this. Yeah. And I bought. It's so great? I owned Red Planet at some point, and it just sat in yeah. my VHS tapes for a million years. This is also the time period where I was uh, smoking a bit of the weed. Okay, so I know I watched sorry. some of this, and I'm I don't sorry, remember weed? the weed. Oh, the weed, yeah, marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know I saw some of it. Remember nothing. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so this was a fresh watch. Um. Yeah, and so you're watching this movie that's like they're going to Mars because we fucked up the environment so bad. Uh, we start we're Earth's fucked, so we've been like shooting these spores up onto Mars, trying to generate an atmosphere, trying to get algae to grow, trying to create oxygen, and it's working. But then all of a sudden, all the oxygen levels drop intensely. There's a problem. We're fucked. So we've got to send people first manned mission to Mars to see what happened, why the oxygen went okay. away, because this is our only chance. Uh, so this ship is flying out there, and it's just like it's immediately horrible. This movie, yeah, because uh, the effects are terrible. <laughs> and this, well, I mean, they look like pretty good for like a game, a video game from the early nineties. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's a lot of mind's eye. Kinda. Okay, so it's like yeah, CGI yeah going on yeah. with these spaceships. I'm like, ugh, this looks terrible. Um, so, and then it's, it's, and it's narrated by Carrie Ann Moss. She's filling you in on what's going on with earth and why they're going. But also then she introduces all the characters and she introduces them like a bad, like you're reading a bad script, like the stuff that even a bad script knows not to put in. 
Like, and then this so is so and so. He's the heart and soul of the team. It says <laughs> Kevin, mid thirties. <laughs> Interior <Could be> played <laughs> by any race. Uh, <laughs> um, and you know, like, and this is the hot shot pilot. He's a hothead. And oh no! So she's just like yeah, fuck character development. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing it right. And oh yeah, so yeah, it's it's Val Kilmer and uh, Carrie Ann Moss and Tom Sizemore, and you got Terrence Stamp in there too. And I was like, oh great, yeah. Terrence and then Tom. you got the Mentalist, Tom Sizemore. Yeah, you got the uh, Mentalist pornographer Tom Sizemore, <laughs> jailed pornographer Tom Sizemore. Um, the Mentalist is there, and also Benjamin Bratt. <laughs> <laughs> He's the hothead. Oh, uh, yeah. He's a curious case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. They got to go to do the thing, and you're watching this movie. I'm like, okay, let's get to Mars and find and out some fun what stuff scary shit is on Mars. Mar- aliens or some kind of... Because clearly this poster and everything about it tells you they're not alone on Mars. And then there's a shadow of something. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, right on. Let's get to the shit on Mars. What's on Mars? Because I'm like, whatever, man. I'm, I can have fun with a B movie. This yeah. seems like a B movie, and then I'm okay with that. Get to Mars and fight some fucking monsters. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking down for this shit. But that never happens. No. Because what's going on is they've got this robotic dog named Amy, which doesn't look like a dog at all. No, I think I call like, it Amy. Huh? It, it's, they I call said, it Amy, okay. which is like A-M-M-E. automated. Uh, mechanical, mechanical. <laughs> we just we said it twice. <laughs> the, the person who named it. Uh, <laughs> like stutters. Uh, automated, uh, mechanical, uh, mechanical. Uh, <laughs> E-friend. Yeah. <laughs> mechanical. Uh, uh, more like, okay, like... It, you know when you watch those uh, when they have different renderings of different generations of characters like robot, uh, uh, like computer generated animals trying to walk. Oh yes, and yeah. A bunch of them fail, and yeah. you see how the progression is that. So this is somewhere in the middle. Okay, and it's like long, spindly legs, and like a you know, it's basically got a face that's the the you know Hal. Yeah, you know, it's like a single eye. Is it whatever. the dog goes awry? Yeah. Oh my god! Because they crash land sort of on Mars, and now the dog has been switched to military mode. Oh my. God. They can't turn it off. So, and but it just I'm it watching looks, this movie. <laughs> it looks, no, 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 okay. not at all. Because it doesn't look like a robot dog at all. It looks like a, a sketch of some kind of robot, like cheaply done, terrible. And it does this weird jazz hands thing. Jazz hands. Now yeah. I'm watching. This movie. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds great. When it stands up every once in a while. It stands up and its hands turn into fans that go. Whizz! <laughs> It's so horrible. It's the Fosse 9000. Yeah, but it's not in the movie enough for it really to be a threat either. It's like it's totally left behind for a while, and then it just sort of comes in at the end to be convenient. And then they're like, they're like, no, there is life on Mars, and that is the problem with the uh, what's going on because there's these little bugs that are eating all the oh. algae, but they create oxygen. So hooray! Uh, Wait, what? The bugs are good? Yeah, because they eat the algae, and I guess they fart out oxygen. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Like, they don't really go into the science of it too much. But I mean, this is this is what the movie's about. It's like the, the, the uh, okay. a broken space dog, yeah. uh, robot, and uh, some bugs that fart. fart this the, this is the, I'm showing Casey the robot. Oh, I you guess, got a picture of it. Look, the robot looks like. Yeah, when he stands oh. up. Oh, he's about to do jazz hands on Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't look that bad in the photo, but I can it's imagine not, but in it does, uh, well. Listen, the animation isn't great. Yeah, and it's just like that isn't an interesting looking cool space yeah. robot dog. Just looks generic. When you say robot dog, I'm like fucking giddy up. Let's have some shit. Yeah, and if this robot dog is going to be hunting us and dangerous. Yeah, looks. Uh, if you look at this one, it's uh, 
this this picture of it looks a little bit more kind of 3D yeah, lame. I, I can see. Well, I can see how more how it looks like a dog. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. It walks on all fours. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, garbage though. Uh, like a garbage dog. A garbage dog. So yeah. so what is so is the threat the dog for a while and then it's the bugs the first, and the then it's nothing? Is like, oh man, what are we doing on Mars? <laughs> first it's like, oh my god, this dog. And then it's like, ah, what are these bugs farting? <laughs> yeah, the it bugs out. Wait a minute. It's a mismatch of like cuz you think the dog is going to be the issue, but yeah. it just like it doesn't really come around for like the longest time. That does look sad. Oh, I got the jazz, hand, the jazz hands. The jazz hands about to yeah, be the spinning like, jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> and he does it, you know, it's not like the dog's hunting them down. There's, you know, it's like, it takes a while for them to encounter the dog when you kind of know in the back of your head something's going to go on with the dog because they show you military mode really early on. Like, oh, that's not going to turn out good. Yeah. But it's like over an hour into the movie before the dog's a thing. Right. And then it just like, it's he's like, oh, she's playing war games with us, so she'll be away for a while because she's not going <laughs> to. Eventually so she'll she, come back to try and kill us. She's the Matthew Barger character or yeah. uh, she's Ali Sheedy? <laughs> Uh, so uh, then it's like the bugs kind of, I don't know the bugs that kill a dude. And uh, anyway, this movie sucks ass <laughs> and is really, really boring the whole time. And they can't even get uh, space dog, right? Or yeah. robot dog, right? Make it scary. Make it the whole thing. They're stuck there. Their own machines trying to kill them. Yeah. And it is, there's not even a comment on anything other than like our environment's fucked, but we were, <laughs> but if, if, and when we go to Mars, watch out for robot dogs and, <laughs> <laughs> farting bugs that might eat us. Yeah. It's uh, you're saying that's not an important lesson to learn when we get yeah, to Mars. Well, yeah, it's something to think about. <laughs> when they, uh, when it, we get to Mars, we should have a robot dog. Yeah. A robot dog attacks you and a bug farts in your mouth. Uh we'll see who has the last laugh, Greg. <laughs> Um. So so, what happens at the end of the movie? They kill the the machine, and then the bugs yeah, he turn uses, out to be good. He's got to go, He's got. He's stuck on Mars. He's got to get back up to the ship to fly home, right? Because he's the last yeah. one. And uh, so he's got. He finds this old Russian probe or whatever that's out there, and he's got a. But he's got. It's got batteries dead. And he's like, "Oh man, I need some kind of like contained, super powerful energy battery." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, inside Space Dog, yeah, probably one." Yeah. And so Space Dog, which is so hard to stop or fight or kill, he just like d- does a like a little deke out move, like hui, and yeah. then it accidentally blows itself up, and then he takes its battery and flies. What an idiot dog! Oh, so it's yeah. like the convenience of like, ah, oh, well, we don't need the Space Dog anymore, right? But he does need to get this thing working. Right. So how about the Space Dog just explodes and gives him a battery? <laughs> Yeah, nice. and then he's flying away, and he gives the finger to the camera, and he's like, "I hate this planet." I'm like, "This is your planet's your only salvation in life." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is funny because last week I was like, "Doesn't he say fuck you, Mars?" But then no, he actually he says, "Fuck you, Mars," in The Martian. At one point, yeah, he says, he "Fuck you, Mars." Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not in this one. Nobody says, "Fuck you, Mars." Yeah. The only other fun thing about it is I read that apparently Tom Sizemore and Val Kilmer kept trying to make hate each other. Oh. Like, uh, they kept fun. trying to make it a porno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so what if we like get naked and fuck in this scene? Hey, hey, guys, what if we get a ton of crystal meth? <laughs> Hear me out, hear me out. We can make, make it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I brought a video camera. You, We could just use it. Shut up, Tom Sizemore. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to jail. 
So, yeah, this is not worth seeing for any reason. Oh, man, there's it boots, sounds there's good. There's no fun. Yeah, it seems like, well, yeah, go to Mars, fight some monsters. Or, yeah. Or a space dog, whatever you want. He's not a space dog. Keep saying that. He's a robot dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's in a, space. He's a robot dog in space. Yeah, I think yeah. he's either. It covers it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's nothing to like here. It was, okay. It was just like, just stop, please. Terrible movie. Um. All right. Well, as we mentioned last week, you uh, last week Casey threw his opinions into the ring about the album "Happy Love Sick" by Shifty Shitfly. Shitfly. Uh, Shitfly. If you look at the cover for "Happy Love Sick," the font for Shifty looks like it says Shitfly. <laughs> it really does. Which if I you, just will if never. You're just glancing right. at it. it totally I'm just glad we're like talking that. about this album one more time. One more time. Just because Shitfly makes me laugh. Now it is a, it is a, that is the good. best thing about this. Album. His name is actually Shifty Shellshock, uh, and this this uh, this album was it, born of a collaboration between him and Paul Oakenfold on Paul Oakenfold's album, and uh, I believe this one of the songs on here was produced by him. Uh-huh. Uh, big 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 producer in the electronic world, and yeah. he. Uh, I guess made this album. He was produced by the Neptunes. Pharrell was on here. Uh, lots, lots of people involved Jesus, with this. Jesus H balls. Why? I don't know. Because uh, then you listen to the album, and oh boy, does it suck. Well, like I said, like there's a lot of stuff going on musically. Like these, really? They, uh, okay, no, I, I'm not anything like, different. Not from genres, each track, though. Yeah. What do but, you mean? Like, but I mean, if you listen to each track, they're extremely produced. There is a lot of, uh, like, okay, there's a riff going on here, and this riff extends. Like, they're very written, these songs. Or, or, felt, or not, it, the, not the actual lyrics or uh, intent, yeah. but the actual music are, are very written. I guess I, I wasn't li- thinking of it that way. I was When I was listening to it, I was like, this just feels so samey. So like oh it, none like, of it is inspired or anything. It's yeah, just, it's like it just... sounded like a million other things, even more watered down. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I know what you mean it was. They're really trying to make this like a hit. Yeah, and there's a. It's very riffy. Like it's very, not like over riffs or anything like mm-hmm. that. But there's little uh, there's little guitar licks hooks and things and, and, and licks going strums. On yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I just I, I can't even remember it, this album. I've been listening to it. No, a, I, I listened to it a bunch of times because I had two weeks with it. <laughs> but I just remember I, the the thing I remember most about it was just how awful the lyrics were and how yeah. every song was just like, "Girl, I want you. Yeah, we'll be like, in love and we'll have fun forever." Yeah, it's pretty good. You're it's like so... starry eye surprised. Uh, being with you is oh. easy because you're beautiful. T- turning me on. You're a Lolita. Oh, a better place when we were young. Oh, well, let's take away the pain because we're in a you fight. You are saying and just all like, of the titles. Yeah. And they're all like that. Like all along. Oh, we were in love all along or some shit. Or like ma- like you just look at the titles and you're like, oh, magical. It's going to be about how. Are reading lyrics? Yeah. Or, those uh, are song those, titles. Those those titles. Song titles. And I was like, that sounds like it could be a song. No. <laughs> Some of that rhymed a bit. The only, uh, but that's the interesting thing is that you would think that okay, well, there's a song called Lolita. This is going to be about a love affair with a younger woman, or, mm. or, or, or like an illicit love affair kind of thing. Uh-huh. But no, it's just like my girl name's Lolita, and yeah, I, love I love her very much. And then like specials is like hey, you're real special, and I love you very much. <laughs> and then when we were young, it's like when we, we were, were young, young I, loved I loved you, you very, very much. much, and I still do. <laughs> Now that we're less young. Take away the pain. Because I love you very much, you take away the pain. <laughs> you took away the pain, and now I love you very much. <laughs> and Shorty Rock, it's like, I love you no, very much because not... I'm Shorty, and I rock. <laughs> <laughs> he's not cool, Modi. 
terrific. Yeah, mm. it, that's that's what the that's what this album's like. Good. Yeah, it's not it's, good. Uh, I'm glad you spent the extra time. Uh, no, it was hard. It name? was hard to listen to. Shitfly sponge pants or whatever. Shifty shell shock. Shell shock. <laughs> Fuck off. And I love you very much. <laughs> 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 I like the album that we just made I know. so much more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, my goodness. name is Shit Fly, and I love you very much. I think we really gave that album a hell of a lot more time uh, than yeah, that. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. Well, Greg, you lost again. again. So you get to give us another album another to listen one. to yeah. for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it going to be? It's going to be uh, Night, a very big uh, What? Sorry. The uh, caffeine and I'm sweating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm sweaty as yeah. a podcaster in here. I'm sweaty as a podcaster leading the Canadian comedy digital boom in here. And I love you very much. <laughs> I'm a little sweaty fat guy and I love you very much. Oh. Uh. Whew, all right. Yeah. So, what are you giving us for an I'm album? I'm giving you a, a, a talking point album that you know that's going on okay. right now. Uh, everyone's uh, interneting about oh. um, Ryan Adams oh, covered okay. Taylor Swift's 1998, 1990, 1989 1989? album in its entirety. Yeah. And uh, weird. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a pretty smart internet move on his part. I think so. Because no one's given a fuck about a Ryan Adams album for quite some time. Yeah. And it's also. The last thing I feel like anyone really flipped out about with him was a cover, his Wonderwall, which is a beautiful cover. Now, do you guys like, I don't, I'm not a big Ryan Adams guy, but mostly from inexperience. Um, Yeah, I I think I've heard a a song here or there. I was just having a conversation about Ryan Adams. He put out like two albums that everyone really was into, right? Like Heartbreaker and something else. Something else, yeah. He's put out a lot of records, too. Somebody played me uh, Whiskey Mine. Was that his band? Really into it. I think that's his band. Okay. Uh, Somebody played me an album of his. a few years back, and I was like, yeah, you know what? This is all right. Mm-hmm. Mostly what I know about Ryan Adams is the shit that Paul Westerberg has said about him. Oh, yeah. yeah. What did Paul Westerberg say? <laughs> uh, somebody asked, because everyone was kind of comparing Ryan Adams like as the next Paul Westerberg, and they asked Paul Westerberg, who's a you know famous curmudgeon about <laughs> yeah. this, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. I've seen his fucking haircut and his fake fucking T-shirt, and it makes me want to kick his teeth down his throat. Uh, <laughs> God bless you, Paul Westerberg. His haircut and his fake fucking T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. amazing. I only like like real t-shirts yeah <laughs> so yeah so tell me what that's all about yeah i've listened to some of it i remember i saw a uh, an interview with uh, ryan adams in which he was i guess he was dating parker posey at the time and he referred to her as his kicking chicken and i was like i will hate you from now until the end of time no casey he was just talking about the new thing at kfc he was going to eat oh, oh that's when they were introducing kicking chicken yeah. yeah i have listened to some of this just because like greg you were saying before the yeah. show you have apple music now right. on your iphone so when when this album came out and, and taylor swift's 1989 is not on 
on streaming services. Isn't so it? No. It, yeah, she, she, she put her foot down of, about that yeah. and like said, I'm not putting it. They don't pay the, the artists enough, yeah, so I'm yeah. not but doing then that. I thought Apple. I thought Apple relented. And I don't she, believe so. Uh, well, you might be able to purchase it on iTunes, but you can't stream it on Spotify. All I know you can't is listen to it on RDO. I have an album that's on RDO and on Google Play and I believe on iTunes, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen a goddamn cent yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from any of <laughs> Well, them. I've been listening to it, so... Uh, <laughs> I've been listening so to both. how much money do you owe me now? I believe yeah. you owe me $800. Yeah, I've been listening to both. For the listeners, go... If you have uh, our RDO or Spotify or, or Apple Music, I imagine, go look up Rulers of the Moon, Dissemination. That's mm-hmm. on there, your, your LP. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Casey's album, Sitcom, TV Wouldn't Lie to You. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't listen to it. It's, it's all... They're both phenomenal. Yeah, I've been listening to them all week. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah but Casey's on both of those albums because he's the uh, guitar yeah. player for Rulers. Yeah, yeah. well, um, I do all right. But yeah, so <laughs> I I, I kind of gave it a cursory listen. Nineteen eighty nine by Ryan Adams because I was like, well, I can't listen to the real one, and I like the singles from the real one. Mm-hmm. I actually like them quite a bit. So I was like, I'll see what this is about, and I was like, this isn't grabbing me. But now I'll give it another go. Yeah, so yeah give it's it's like a real a real hard go. The yeah. whole album. Yeah, yeah. interesting. So uh-huh. we'll we'll check see what that's all about. <laughs> Um, what are we going to roll for? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots of things coming out this week, so we're thinking winner's choice. I'm going to be out of town, so it'll be hard to maybe get to the theater. Yeah. But there is The Walk um, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <clears throat> um, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, and... and I uh, was knock, to- knock is out there it, too. Yeah, and yeah. and the walk's getting pretty good reviews. I've heard yeah. it, it it is worth seeing in 3D from what I'm told. Apparently the actual walk yeah, at the end of the movie is like one of the best scenes this year. Mm-hmm. Um in 3D especially. So I kind of want to see it even though it looks sounds like he's doing a little Pepe Le Pew French like I was kind of like why are you getting him to do this French accent like just like Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Feels weird. Uh yeah. Wait, but, wait. Why do you want someone else to do a French well, accent? Well, maybe some like I Jean don't know. What Jean Reno? Yeah, Jean Reno. No, it just it it sounds not like a great accent in the trailer. I'm like, oh really? Nah, I don't think you're selling this. <clears throat> it seems kind of goofy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I kind of want to see the movie. And yeah, the walk. Uh, no, um, knock knock. Yeah. Eli Roth. Yeah, doing a little thriller with. Uh, yeah. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that mm. looks suspect. Yep. <laughs> but then there's lots of other Sicarios still out there. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we still have to talk about that. So mm-hmm. you can always do that. So winner's yep. choice. We've picked the Netflix pick from 2015. <laughs> uh, brand new Netflix pick. Uh, uh, genres listed here are animal tales, children and family movies, comedy. Uh-huh. What could it be? What could it be? Could it possibly be an Airbud Presents film? Well, presents. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are the Airbuds so famous <clears throat> and so lazy now that they're just presenting yeah, other animals? So. I'm looking at this. I've got it up on IMDb yeah. here, and uh, at the top of the screen, uh, the uh, search icon and the share icon it makes it look like that dog's winking at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? Is it? A Russell Terrier. Yeah, it is. Because the movie's called Russell Madness. That's right. Uh, it, IMDb describes it as a spunky terrier named Russell with a serious wrestling chops becomes a sports I really phenomenon. I going to say serious drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> with the help of his coach, a monkey named Hunk. So, sorry, he's a wrestler? He's a spunky he's terrier. A dog who's a wrestler. He's got wrestling chops and it becomes a sports phenomenon. How did they not call it Russell Mania? Am I Why? wrong? 
Yeah, no, it's and it's got like that font too. It looks like it should say. Rusty. Did they, they probably tried and then and then like, yeah. like no, you can't do this. Yeah. Whoa, John Ratzenberger, Fred Willard. Uh, I'm excited. What? You're, you're <laughs> this is gonna be bad. About those people like they wouldn't be in this. Movie. I know, but I just uh, and well, Will Sasso yep. is the voice uh, of Hunk. Oh man, that oh. bums me out because Will Sasso is a genuinely really funny. Person. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. He got paid to do this. Yeah, he did. So good on him. <laughs> he did. He's a he's a working Canadian actor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Casey, roll in for Russell Madness versus whatever you whatever want. you want on I the VHS uh, arena that we've laid out here for Casey to roll on. That's a seven. That's a All solid right, roll. Solid All seven. right, I'm rolling here. That's a nine. What in the fuck, man? Seven and nine. Greg is rolling. Mm. Russell Madness versus Winner's Choice. That's a five. Oh, my. I'm on a quite a streak here. Yeah. Really. This is a streak to rival the original streaks that we all had. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. All three of us. I don't remember the last time I won. Yeah. I really don't. Can't think That's of it. when it gets, like, real good. Yeah. When you're in the losing streak and it becomes a fog. Yeah. A fog <laughs> of bad movies and bad albums. Holy and... shit, man. All right. Well, I'll watch this dog wrestle things. Yeah. <laughs> Does he wrestle other dogs or mainly chimps? Or people. Or... I think he oh, must yeah. wrestle people. I mean, wrestles it's probably like a people. The... Like... Demons of his past. Yeah. <laughs> he wrestles the bottle is what he yeah. does. <laughs> it's probably one of those things where they're going to have, like, a real guy in the ring dressed up as a goofy wrestler with like the dog and then they'll have the dog jump CGI on him like CGI jump on him and they'll go oh. yeah keep going this sounds yeah. great <laughs> and like or like karate kick him like CGI karate kick dog shit yeah that kind of stuff yeah, yeah and, and oh, well. at some point the dog is going to pull up his uh, little uh, panties into a, into some kind of a wedgie yeah. yeah or the dog will like fart and then all the kids will laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sounds good yeah maybe there'll be a uh... Some kind of robot dog with jazz hands in it. Yeah. God willing. I can only hope. Some <laughs> kind of robot farting dog. Yeah. <laughs> Fart. Um, sweet. We'll come back for that. Uh, yeah. And for now, let's get into 90210 Yeah. Relay. Yeah. Greg, you got your notes ready? I got my notes ready. Yeah. What was the... Uh, what's this episode? This episode's called Duke's Bad Boy. Oh, boy. Duke's Bad Boy. Yeah. And like Bob's Big Boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for for the listeners, we we listen, uh, we watch nine hundred two one zero the original series every week, and and relay the information back to the two others that didn't watch mm-hmm. it. So Greg watched this week. He's going to yeah. tell us about this episode. Casey will watch next. Yep. No, I'll watch next. Yeah, we'll, watch next. we'll continue it all the way around. Yeah, also, for the listeners uh, uh, who aren't caught up because we haven't done this in uh, a couple of episodes now, yeah. the last thing that happened was uh, uh, Dylan's. Well, Dylan's dad has just blown up, right? And then uh, some people tried to kidnap Dylan. Right. Yeah. Turns out it was the cops. Uh-huh. The FBI's. Yeah. Yeah. They were uh, in cahoots mm-hmm. with yeah. Dylan's dad to catch some other guys. So now there's a bad guy involved that could come after him kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. Duke's bad boy. Starts at school. Okay. Uh, Donna's on the radio. Good start. Yeah, Donna's on the radio riffing. Why is Donna on the radio? She's been on the radio for a while, man. She does the job with David. You ever listen to me? DJ the school? Co-DJs now? Co-DJs. Yeah, this is why we don't agree. You don't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I whole, had a whole episode no, about I that. I remember yeah. that episode where she was getting all up in his territory, but I thought he... Uh, at the end of that, that episode, shit. he was like, you know what? You're real good at this. I'm yeah. Let you do so it. You should do uh, it. So yeah. she's doing it, and he's late. 
David's late for school and he's running and she's talking about that on the air like David Silver is too big <laughs> for getting here on time that he's a recording artist yeah. or whatever the shit. And she's like, and yep, he's been signed to Icon Records, so because now he's on air and they're bickering about it. He's like, yeah, that's right. And then she plays one of his, yeah, she plays one of his tracks. And he's Hits. like, why don't lay it on so thick? You know, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, your stuff's great, though. Listen to this awesome jam. And it's one of his rap songs. And it's terrible. And he's like, yeah, I guess it is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, you know, I've never been to a recording studio. I would really like to see one. He's like, fine, as long as you can come, as long as you don't say shit, <laughs> just stand there and be, you know, be part of the background. So she's like, terrific. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like a deal. That sounds uh-huh. like something I can handle. Yeah. So then Brandon's walking around, and some guy comes up to Brandon and offers him some gambling action. Ooh, there's like still a, gambling. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is this is going to be yeah. a gambling heavy. Episode. Oh yeah, we've been leading up to ga- Brandon's gambling problem. That's it's called Duke's bad boy. Yeah. Duke is Brandon's bookie. Yeah. And Duke so, has some kind of a bad boy. Right. And uh, Brandon occasionally refers to him as Dookie, which is a <laughs> <laughs> which is a poop reference. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this guy comes up and his name's Jeff and he's like, Hey man, I'm the high school bookie. <laughs> Cause he's does <laughs> what he's like, Hey man, I hear you're into some stuff hey, as I teach bookie class. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll give you some gambling action if you're ever looking for it. Cause I'm the man on the scene here in high school. <laughs> uh, is he some kind of a narc? Uh, uh no. You guys looking for some gambling action? <laughs> hey guys, I'm a gambling man. I'm a gambling teen. Regular high school student. Anyway. Brandon's like talks to Steve and he's like, uh, "Hey, don't give my name out to dudes." And Steve's like, "I haven't. You're like a big deal of the gambling scene, man. You're like a major player." And Brandon's like, "Oh, hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> gambling? Uh, yeah, that's what they call me, Mister Brandon." <laughs> um, so then we got uh, Dylan and Kelly are walking and talking. And he's like, man, uh, she's like, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's so weird being here. I'm really uncomfortable and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, just pretend you're in Hawaii. And he's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, well, I'm probably not going to do that because that's stupid. Yeah, and my dad blew up. I'm not in the mood for Hawaii thoughts. Yeah, my episode, she was really like self-conscious because she yeah. didn't know how to comfort him she or anything. She does not know how. She's not gotten no, better No, she's throwing it. out weird things. And he's like, oh, why are you acting so weird? Why yeah. are you... Uh, dad pre- blew up. Yeah. Why don't you just pretend that you have a dad? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just pretend your dad didn't blow up. <laughs> Wouldn't that be easier? Imagine Wanna how make happy. Out? Let's make out. Imagine how happy you'd be if your dad didn't blow up. <laughs> and you were in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the shorts and everything. Yeah, it's good. <clears throat> and then Brenda comes up to them and she's like, Hey guys, I know what you're doing for dinner later. Do you want to come over and have dinner with me and my parents? And they're like, no. Yeah, all right. <laughs> She's like, my mom's worried about you, Dylan. He's like, great. Great. Uh, where are we here? And so then we cut to uh, Andrea and uh, Gil, the newspaper teacher, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, is. the beardy guy. Yeah, he's no beard now because he lost a bat or something and had to shave his oh, beard. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Didn't he have to eat his beard or something? <laughs> I can't remember. So he's clean shaven now. And they're going over stories to run in the school paper. And she's like, oh, this is garbage. Look at this stuff. It's a bunch of junk. I'm like, it's a high school fucking newspaper, yeah, lady. Relax. Settle down. 
And uh, he's like, uh, she's like, he's like, what about this and what about that? And he's, she's like, every other school's reporting on that. And I'm like, yeah, and the students can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, high school newspaper, who gives a shit? And uh, it, she's like, uh, we're not going to win any awards with these stories, and or or at all. Speaking yeah. of. There's a award for high school newspaper stories that just came out, and I want to win it. And Brandon comes in, and he's like, whatever. And she's like, and the editors went a trip to D.C. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, so I want to win. Only three more issues until the deadline. Uh, so there's that stuff going on. Then we're in the recording studio, and uh, David is uh, kind of getting ready to start recording because they've only had his demos up to this point. He's yeah. here with his producers like, yeah, check this out, man. Check this stuff out. And they're listening to like this slow jam thing that's really like horrible and slow jammy. And David's like, oh, yeah, no, it's great. And Donna's just standing there like, eh. And, uh, <laughs> like she's supposed to. Yeah, and uh, he's like, this is pretty commercial. You know, it's like that's what you got to do, man. We got to make a nice commercial song for you. <laughs> you know, whatever. No rapping. You're just gonna sing. Oh and I'm man! Like, I'm like, I know what they're doing here, but at the same time, like, it's just it's like you're pushing too hard in the wrong direction because he was brought in as a rapper. Yeah, they don't bring in rappers and go, no, no, no. You know what? Sing a country song. Yeah, <laughs> and, and also, it's not, not that like, it's a country song, but it just yeah. His whole intention was to get rich and famous. Yeah, like, he wasn't a big integrity guy. No, no, it's does. not like he's making you know beats from the street you know, yeah whatever anyway and uh he's like yeah sounds good right donna and she's like sure yeah great david and they're like great yeah so anyway and then the producer guy walks away and she's like i thought you were gonna do you know the rap stuff you know yeah. hot stuff and he's <laughs> like i don't know <laughs> sure to get paid. then we're at the peach pit and duke is at the peach pit uh -oh. this is the first time i've seen duke has yeah. anyone seen duke i've yet? seen duke I, he's not what i was imagining no <laughs> Just seems like an older trench coated kind of like. Yeah, fella. he looks he's like, like he's a from guy like in his forties with yeah. a. I don't know. He's like got Columbo's trench. Yeah, coat. he's like an old kind of school bookie. Not yeah. like a. You'd think in this in the show no, he'd be like, like a, a leather movie. jacket kind of guy who's yeah. gonna stab you if you don't pay right. him. This is more like a guy who like folds up a newspaper and tucks it under his yeah, arm yeah. and he leaves. <laughs> like George, like, like a Costanza. He's like yeah, he's like, like a, he's like basically he's like yeah. a, or a bookie from like a forties. Yeah, like hey, I'm coming to collect on the big. Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't expecting that to be Duke. I was like, oh, well, this is not very threatening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's, but anyway, he's showing up at the Peach Pit, and he's like, he needs to chat with Brandon outside. Yeah. And he talks to him, and he's like, hey, you know, I uh, warned you before, and this is the then, you know, what happened? He's like, hey, I gave you the money. He's like, yeah, and I let it slide that you were late that time. This is another time. Mm -hmm. and you owe me money. And, but I if like I you. If I get my money, I'm going to break Andrea's legs. <laughs> I'll run her over with a car. That's now, what I paid you to do. <laughs> also, got the money. in the episode where Duke let him off yeah. that I saw, yeah. Duke very specifically and over and over again said to Brandon, I'm letting you off this time. But don't let this happen again. I will never let you off again. I let everybody have one chance, and then I never let them again. And now yeah. Brandon's like, duh, hey, you, you said the one time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I paid you that time. You're late again now. Yeah. That's how this works. Anyway. and But uh, Duke is like, I, you know, I like you, Brandon. But uh, in this car over here, that's my friend Tony, and he doesn't like anybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Oh, not shit. even Brandon? And, uh, nope. Not even Mr. Brandon. And he's like, uh, so you got until uh, Friday, Mr. Brandon. Oh, man. <laughs> what about Dilly? Dylan, does he like Dilly? Is he like yeah. Dilly? 
<laughs> Who does he like? I want to know. Evil Dilly. Yeah. Yeah. I love Everybody his album. Likes Evil Dilly. Everybody likes Evil Turns Dilly. Turns out Evil Dilly's just a child. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Um. <laughs> anyway, he's uh. Back at the Walsh house, everyone's having an awkward dinner. Oh, man. D- uh, Dilly and Kelly are there having dinner with Brenda and her mom. That's and, weird. Uh, you know, they're like, we just want you to feel like you've got friends in at home wherever you are. And he's like, there's a great meal. I haven't eaten this good in a while. And uh, <laughs> Kelly and Brenda are kind of looking at each other weird. And then Kelly's like trying to draw attention to herself. So, and then she's like, oh, my mom said it to be home early. So maybe me and Dylan should leave. And they're like, oh, okay. And Brandon, Mr. Brandon comes home and he's being a weirdo and being kind of rude to mom and shit like that. And uh, Dylan and Kelly leave. And then they're in the car. They're driving home. And uh, he's like, she's like, let's go to your place. And he's like, I thought that you, your mom had, you had to go home. She's like, no, I just said that to them. Let's go do something. And he's like, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't really want to. I'm just my dad just blew up and I'm kind of tired. And, you know, I'd like to go home and just sort my shit out. I got, I got two things. I'm really tired. And my dad blew up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm just not in the mood for whatever. And she's like, what's up with that? And I'm like, his dad blew up. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Fucking let him sort his shit out. Fucking hell. He's a teenager. Um, so anyway, then uh, back at the Walsh house, Jim comes home. And uh, him and mom talk about Brandon being a weirdo. And he's like, I'm going to go upstairs and talk to him. Yeah, he wasn't Brandon's or Mr. Brandon is counting uh, through his baseball card collection. Oh, uh oh, he's got Jose Canseco's rookie card. Ooh. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, I got some good stuff, but nothing great. I'm just thinking about getting them, you know, appraised or whatever, see what they're worth. And his dad's like, what's going on? Because you know, one minute you're buying skis and shit like that, and now you're going to sell your baseball cards. He's like, look, Dad, I just said I was looking at it, thinking about selling them. I just mean I'm actually going to sell them. Oh, God. oh man! Crazy Brandon. Yeah, he's the best. He's <laughs> oh, light switch Brandon. Yeah. You never know Dad's if he's like, on or off. Dad's like, him. I know about the brand, the the gambling there, Brandon. And so he's like, mm-hmm. look, I just put some money down in a couple of games. It's sort of fun. Okay, I don't have a problem. Why does everyone think I have a problem? Uh-oh. <laughs> Doth protest yeah. too much. Yeah. Dad's like, so you're he, he good. Totally He's like, I'm off. good. I'm not in any trouble. You don't have a problem. I don't have a problem, Dad. And Dad's like, okay. And walks away. So then uh, Donna at school, Donna comes running up to Steve, and she's like, look, I need a favor, and it's for David. And he's like, oh, favor's for David. And he yeah, just fuck fucking blew shit. me off and whatever. And I was like, I'm not his manager anymore. And she's like, but the the producer, he's ruining everything. He's making David do these slow jams and shit like that, and it sucks, and David's not happy, and I'm not happy, and I can't say anything because the only reason I was allowed to be there is if I didn't say anything. And Steve's like, well, fucking whatever. I, you know, I tried to help him out, but he didn't want my help. And she's like, just come and just see what's happening. And he's like, all right. So then uh, Brandon goes and talks to the high school bookie, and he makes a bet. A real big one. And the high school bookie's like, oh, man, this is huge business. And the high school bookie's like, listen, everyone deals with me because I always pay on time and I'm fucking super businesslike and shit like that. And so Dylan goes and he's like, he's got to get, or uh, uh, Mr. Brandon, rather. He goes, he needs money now or uh, Duke's buddy Tony is going to fuck him up. Yeah. yeah. So he goes and sets Was a there huge... a specific threat? Like he's gone, I'm going to break no, your legs or no. I'm going to make fun of your T-shirt. No, or... no, he just like, Tony doesn't like nobody. <laughs> it's not even a real T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's like, Brandon makes a huge bet with uh, the high school. Oh, buddy. God. And the guy's like, wow, you're either really competent or, or an crazy idiot. or rich. And Brandon's like, we'll see which one after the game. Brandon's like, I'm a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a little bit of a yeah. Here's a hundred dollars. So what's going on? Let's see. Um, Brenda and Kelly kind of argue about Dylan. And, uh, you know, Kelly kind of feels like Brenda's maybe moving in. But Brenda's like, look, I just think he fr- needs friends right now. Jesus. Yeah. And takes off. And Andrea was in the bathroom overhearing everything. And Kelly's like, am I being crazy? And she's like, I think maybe you should both back off a little and, like, leave him alone. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and then uh, Dilly and Mr. Brandon finally chat for a little bit. And Brandon and Dilly's like, man, Mr. Brandon, I can't take this shit. I got to get out of here, man. I'm cutting class for the rest of the day. And. Uh, Mr. Brandon's like, you want to go shoot some pool? And he's like, nah, man, it's cool. I need to be alone. He's like, all right. Yeah, well, what about bet on some basketball? You want to <laughs> go do that? <laughs> man, I got to die here. We can bet on what it'll land on. <laughs> anything, man, anything. <laughs> I got an itch. I can't scratch it. So Mr. Brandon goes into newspaper class, and Andrea is still trying to figure out what to do or whatever for her uh, winning an award. And she's like, why don't uh, we interview Dylan? Like, that's a big thing. And Mr. Brandon's like, that's a terrible idea. Don't be an asshole. Like, why would you? He's your friend. Don't exploit him for your fucking newspaper award. Yeah. And she's like, but... (laughs) But I want (laughs) to. Yeah, well, and good point, because... How good of friends are they? I don't think yeah, I've ever even I've seen, seen them talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, they don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's like, it doesn't hurt to ask. And he's like, well, I fucking wouldn't. And she's like, well, let me see where he, what he's doing after third period. He's like, he already, he's already gone. He went home. And Mr. Brandon's like, uh, I bet you you won't talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you a thousand dollars. You like that action? Yeah. <laughs> Double or nothing. <clears throat> uh, so Andrea calls Dylan at home, and she's like, hey, maybe I can come over after school. And he's like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this again? <laughs> Are we gonna bang? <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we've got uh, David's in the studio singing slow jams. Nice. They're horrible. I took a little recording. Oh, nice. oh yeah. It's super short, but you'll get the idea. Yeah. It's super yeah. short, but super good. <laughs> really good song. Really, really nice. All right. Where's my? Uh, there it is. Voice oh, recorder. Man, this is gonna be good. Recorded files. Okay. Here we go. Oh no! no. <laughs> is, is this shifty? And I love you very much. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, and I'll give to me, and I'll give the world to you. Why does he sing like that? And <laughs> give the world to you. <laughs> He is not good singing. No, no not good. Because no, he's an okay rapper. We listened to his album way yeah, back. Yeah, it's when. like whatever. Yeah, yeah. he's no just good Im- he's singing. good at imitating other rappers. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Not this crap though. Terrible. Can I give the world Um, where the fuck is my notes go? Where are we? Andrea's. Uh, Andrea, David, David is singing. It's terrible. Where are we, Andrea? <laughs> David sings slow jams and they're terrible. Here we are. So Steve shows up at the studio, and he, Steve's kind of like, "What's with this junk?" Yeah. He's like, he gets right in there with the producer, and he's like, "Amazing." You know, I don't know. This doesn't sound very good. Is this we? He, you know, these aren't the best tracks that he had. Where you're using this yeah. one, the producer's like, "Hey, listen, I know a lot about hits." You know, and uh, Steve was like, "Yeah, when was it? What was your last hit? Disco Duck." Boom. Oh, drop. And then Steve's he like, I'm out. That guy and Rick D's. <laughs> and, uh, and then yeah. the guy was like, yes, I'm very rich. <laughs> <laughs> I saved all of that money. Yeah. So Steve's like, Psh, whatever, this is garbage. And he leaves. 
And uh, Dylan and David's looking all concerned in the booth. And he's like, where'd Steve go? Yeah. And the producer's like, oh, he had to leave. But he said he loves it. Well, anyway. <laughs> he loves give your love to you. And he so, wants you to extend it by three more minutes. Yeah, he loves it very much. <laughs> uh, he loves it very much. So then we're at the Peach Pit. And Brandon is feverishly listening to the game on the radio. And he's like, come on. Come on. Got to win. And uh, then Andrea he's actively listening. Yeah, Andrea is over at Dylan's place, and they're drinking tea. And he's like, "You know, it's really nice to talk to somebody who doesn't want something from me." Nice. Yeah. He's like, "You know, my girlfriend, Shut that bitch, down. my ex girlfriend. They all feel, all feel like there's strings attached to everything. It's nice to just talk to someone." She's like, mm, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and uh, he talks about his dad. He opens up, and he's like, he talks about how his dad wanted him to be the man he never was. And then she's like, hey, hey, that's awesome. Hey, I was thinking on my way over here. <laughs> Would you like to be the subject of an interview? And he's like, there's the strings. All right. Yeah. No, I don't. All right. And she's like, why not? And he's like, I already said no to the Times. I said no to People Magazine. Why would <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> Who says no to People <laughs> Magazine? Oh, my gosh. And uh, she's like, and he's like, why should I talk to you? And she's like, because we're friends. And he's like, yeah, so let's keep it that way. Boom. And, oh, shit. Damn. Mm, Dilly. Almost evil Dilly in his sternness. <laughs> um, no, but like, seriously, when he said to her, you know, it's really nice that you just want to come over here and comfort me and, and not want something from yeah. me. She should have been like, yeah, that's my this cue not to not be a giant bitch right yeah, now. Yeah. Judgment Back is at the Peach Pit, Brandon is listening to the radio, and his team wins. Ooh. He wins the big fucking bet he made with the nice. Jeff God. the Bookie. Yeah. And he's so happy, and Steve's there, and Steve's like, well, what's going on? He's like, yeah, man, didn't, lunch is on me. I just won a big bet. How much money? And he's like, $1,500. And Steve's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Look, what are you doing, man? And he's like, what? I needed that money to pay off Duke. And he's like... You made a $1,500 bet with a high school student? What makes you think he has $1,500 to give to you? And yeah. Brandon's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> of course he has it. He says he's good for it. And Steve's like, well, all right, but yeah. fuck, I don't know, dude. Have fun shaking him down. Yeah, for so then the next day at school, Mr. Brandon sees Jeff the bookie, and he's like, I won big. You got my money? And he's like, Absolutely. I don't carry big cash around at high school, though. I'll come down to the peach pit and give it to you tonight. And Brandon's like, great, do it before six. Yeah. Jeff the bookie's like, sweet, no problem. Brandon's like, know. yeah, it seems like he's got it. Everything's going to be okay. I doubt it. Things are going to work out for Mr. Brandon. Um, Mr. Brandon's going to be walking around on Mr. Legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call my unbroken legs. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, yeah, Andrea's hanging out in her newspaper class and Dylan comes to see her and he's like, you know what? I do want to do the article, but I want to write it. I was like, ugh. So you're not going to do an interview with People Magazine or The Times or with like a real reporter and work your stuff out like in a professional manner. You're going to write an article for your high school newspaper yeah. About how your dad blew up. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, Dilly. It's and you'll be probably co- misspell dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be called the Dad Blow Up Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> A Requiem in Three plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are they plays? I don't know. The Story of My Dad by Dilly. Yeah. <laughs> it begins like this. Dad blow up. <laughs> Flames, Dilly. fire, explosions. <laughs> no dad. Collect call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, where are we? 
Mm, and then uh, Kelly and Donna are hanging down in the bathroom, and Kelly is concerned because she's gained two pounds, and she hasn't even eaten very much. And Donna's like, "She had better be pregnant." What are you talking about? Yeah, and she's like, "I've gained two pounds. It's not and good thing. Is that bikini season?" And uh, she's like, yeah. hey, "Look at I got these diet pills. I'm gonna start taking yeah. these now." Uh, <laughs> Donna's like, "You don't need to lose weight. Be like, yourself." Diet pills. We need a storyline. So diet pills. Uh, so Kelly's gonna take diet pills. Uh, Andrea helps Dilly get set up to write. And uh, he talks about books, and she's like, you've heard of books. And he's like, sure have. I love fiction books. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, at the Peach Pit, Jeff the bookie from high school shows up, and he does not have the money. Ugh. And Brandon goes nuts. I bet. Throwing plates at him. His legs. Brandon grabs him and slams him up against the wall, and then he grabs him by the back of the head by the hair, and he's screaming in his face, you better get the money or I'll break every bone in your body. And Steve drives up, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, Mr. Brandon goes fucking bananas on Jeff the bookie. That's and amazing. Steve pulls him apart, and he's like, holy shit. And uh, then we cut back to the studio, and David is listening to his lame song, and the producer's like, isn't this terrific? And David's like, yeah. And then uh, Steve and Mr. Brandon talk, uh, you know, in the kitchen or whatever at the Peach Pit. And he's like, what are you going to do? You don't, you need the money. You got to give it to Duke. Should we go to your dad? And Brandon's like, no way. I'm not going to my dad. And he's like, well, what's worse? Here, you know, getting in trouble with, over this from your dad or from Duke? Brand's like, I don't know. He's like, can your mom give me money? <laughs> Steve's like, nope, I'm on a very specific allowance right now. I don't have money to just throw around. And he's like, what do you think they're going to do? Are they going to break my legs, break my nose? And Steve's like, I don't know, $1,500, they're not going to kill you, but something's going to happen. Yeah. You know? And uh, then in, uh, the next morning at school, Jeff gives, Jeff the bookie gives Brandon $200. He's like, a little bit each day, just don't fucking hurt me. That's all I can do. I'm a high school student. Yeah. <laughs> Here's $200. I'll pay you off eventually. And then uh, Dylan. Uh, so, yeah, Dilly wants to be, like, uh, in the newspaper class now. That's something came up with that in the conversation okay. with Audrey, but it was just so boring. So he's going to be in the – he's going to be a part of the – Part of the team, the yeah, I guess team. so. Yeah, so he's okay. talking to Gil, who doesn't know a beard anymore, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, man, could we call him uh, Gilly? Gilly, Gilly, and Gilly talks to Gilly, Gilly about Gilly. being in newspaper class, and he's like, listen, okay, you can be in the class, but you've got to show up, no skipping, yeah, and you've got to try hard, and you've got to think. <laughs> yeah. He actually says, he's like, you had me until there.'" Think. And Dylan, Dilly's, Dilly's like, like, no dice. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't over. Evil Dilly thinks for no man. <laughs> and uh, so then Brandon and Mr. Brandon's at home, and he gets a call from Nat. And uh, he's like, hey, Duke's here, and he's waiting for you. And Brandon's like, just don't tell him where I live. And he's like, he already knows Brandon. Because I already told, I told him. him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then back at the studio, the studio head listens to David's song, and he's like, Nope, this is no good. Yeah. And the producer's like, yeah, well, you know, I just did what I could with what the talent was there, and obviously it's not very good. Nice. He totally throws the David under the bus, and David's like, wait, no, I didn't even want to do this. You told me this is the best thing to do out of the material we had, and I wanted to rap. <laughs> I didn't want to sing this fucking song. Yeah. And the, uh, but the studio head's like, yeah, maybe so, but uh, nice try, kid. No, no dice. And, oh, uh, God, I love how black and white the music industry yeah. is yeah. In, in fiction like this. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, I'm uh, I'm what you call a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> so, no dice, kid. Uh, he's like, you're young. You'll get another shot. And he's like, what? And they walk out, and the producer's like, yeah, well, that's how it goes sometimes, you know. And uh, Dave was like, you know what? No, it's just you made me do this stupid song I didn't want to do because you're just some old hack who's clinging to old fame. You know, yeah. screw you, man. I don't need you or Icon Records. And he storms out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start my own label, D-Bag Records. <laughs> so Brandon goes to the Peach Pit, and he meets Duke, and he's got $500. But, the, okay. you know, he owes 1500 It's up to 700 now. Uh, What? <laughs> he said 500 and he gave him 200, 200 earlier. No, he got the 200 so he's got $500. Oh. he's This is later. Okay. This isn't in the past before he got the 200 Oh. <laughs> Oh, I thought he, he gave, but I thought that he had the two hundred before, and then now he's given him five hundred more. No, he got two hundred that morning, which gave brought him to a grand total of five hundred. Okay, oh, now okay. he's gone to Duke, whom he owes to say here's five hundred, and he's like, here's five hundred dollars, and he's like, well, he counts it, and he's like, that's only five hundred, that's only a third of what you owe me, but it's a good thing that you've got such good friends, Brandon. And then <sighs> Nat's standing behind him, and he's like, so you owe Nathaniel here a thousand dollars. Yeah, and then Duke leaves. Damn. Yeah, Nat paid off Brandon's debt. Oh, and Nat, Joey Nat, Yeah, then Nat leans in on Brandon and gives him, like, the talk. And he's like, yeah. I warned you about this. I asked you over and over again if you are getting in too deep. And you kept on telling me everything was okay. Yeah. And it wasn't. And like, if I ever see you make any you know, gambling, this is this is it. This is the world of gambling. You keep on making bigger bets trying to get your way out, and all it does is dig you deeper. There's no happy ending to this shit. Yeah. And if I <laughs> ever... To teach you your lesson, Brandon, I'm going to have to break your legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and if I ever see you gambling again, I'm going to tell your dad. And Brandon's like, tell your dad on you. I'm going to tell your dad. I'm going to break his legs, too. And uh, David shows up, and he tells the gang that he got dumped by the label. And Steve's there, and he's like, oh, man. And he's like, I wish I had you with me. I could have figured it out from the beginning. Anyway, David and Steve are a team again. Oh, man. He's going to be manager again. And uh, then they're all like, this is great. And Kelly's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And Kelly goes to the bathroom to eat more diet pills. Oh, no. Oh, Fade to black. Is she going to eat more diet pills, or is she going to barf everything else up and then eat some diet pills? No, she just ate the diet pills. Oh, man, things are going bad for her. Diet pills. Oh, that's going to be the drama. That's going to be the addiction. The, yeah, this will replace Brandon's gambling yeah. habit, which he is fixed easily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With no yeah, broken that's legs. that's all tidy and wrapped up, and, and now we're going to attempt to make Kelly interesting. Yep. Um. Yeah. Well, we haven't tackled an issue in a while, so no, it's uh, it's going to be like on uh, disorders on uh, Saved by the Bell. Wrong pains. Saved by the Bell when she's addicted to like the are they eating pills or are they are they food pills or are caffeine they pills. Uh, caffeine pill? Yeah, mm. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, pretty great. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, next week I will watch the next episode yeah. and relay the information back. Let's see what dramatic. That moments will happen in the rest of How season deep? three. Yeah, where I feel we? like we've been in season three for like a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, like it really feels like a very long time. We've this missed a few episodes. episode so, forty. Like, the average show is like twenty-two episodes, right? And yeah. th- these go these well are, into the thirties. That's why there's like it's insane. Where are we here? So we've got to be nearing the end. Duke's bad boy. Mm-hmm. Was episode number was episode number twenty three? Okay, of, of thirty. Okay. Oh God! So there's so many more. more fucking episodes yeah. to go. So we should be through the end of this show before the end of the year, obviously. So seven weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
right. then yeah, yeah, figure out what we'll do in there. We're we gonna see, continue uh, through, yeah, or maybe we'll yeah. uh, we'll Switch ask up. you listeners what uh, what you think. Yeah, I don't know if I um, can stand uh, another season of this, <laughs> or if I'll just. <laughs> uh, kill but myself. next year is like the final year of high school, right? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Are okay. they all graduating now or next year? I don't know. Wouldn't be would be weird to do it three three years into the show, right? Yeah, yeah so get, you I kind of want to get through high school at the very least. See what the yeah, um, yeah. So next week we'll have another episode of Nine Hundred Two and Oya Relay. But for now, that is all. Uh-huh. You can find us on iTunes, rate and review us, please. As mentioned, uh, info at modernsuperior.com if you would uh-huh. like to email us. Go to modernsuperior.com and comment on our episodes. What did you think of the visit? What do you think of Beats? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh-huh. Talk about the issues. Uh, and tell all your friends about us in real life. Yeah. Tell them all. <laughs> and uh, until next week, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet, and I really, really love you. <laughs> Goodbye, Internet, <laughs> and I love you very much. And I love you very much. That's what it was. I forgot. Damn it. <laughs> Call back fail. <laughs> it's and okay, I, Dan. And I love, you, love very you very much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're no shit fly. But... <laughs> Who can be? Goodbye. Woo. Woo. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.